Songwoven presents the Lanaya Expedition, a Level Up Advanced Fifth Edition actual play campaign, Episode Twenty One, Awake Alive. You can catch us live every Sunday at eight p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch.tv/songwovenshow, or watch the video version of this podcast on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Songwoven, the Lanaya Expedition, coming from you live inside a Pringles can. <laughs> we went there immediately, huh? <laughs> just gotta, we got, we got, we got to tackle the allegations before before anything happens. We just gotta, we gotta, we gotta be on top of everything. The allegations, the allegations, <laughs> the allegations. That's what we call it in the PR. We are the most, we are the most controversial stream, clearly. Oh yeah, we're the controversial ones on Twitch. We kind of are. <laughs> if you think about it. I allege that Timmy sabotaged my computer. Yeah. <laughs> and that gotcha. <laughs> okay. Yeah, clearly the um, most controversial team out there. Well, every oh, oh well, uh, I am Tim Dontran. I am your uh, lore weaver, and uh, who? Wait, who? Who's that? Who? Who's that over there? Over yonder? Who is this? What? Oh yes, me. You refer to me. <laughs> I exist. I've never met this person, and I don't know how he got here. How'd you get here? Why do you? Why do you have a slot? He you have, doesn't like, a even go here. <laughs> Oh boy, what what am I in for? <laughs> uh, everyone, this is our very first uh, song. This is our very first guest on Songwoven, and he, his name is. Oh yeah, cues. Hi, I'm JT. <laughs> I've been the moderator. I have been in most of the streams. People he... in chat know who I am. I am now playing chat. the game. Ch chat knows who I am. <laughs> and he is, and he is how many years old? Um Is that is, important? And the first it, letter of his name is It's on screen, isn't and it? And the last. <laughs> Gotta get these why, cues. Why, why, why is this the bit? Why is this the bit? Also, security is. Also, like question the age thing makes it feel like we're on a dating show. So, like Whoa. underneath it would say like JT twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> it would be yeah, that, the most fucked no. up thing if this if we were <laughs> this this is a friendship ender immediately. If this was a dating show, <laughs> this would be immediate. Welcome to Song Woman. <laughs> you know? We gotta do like the Bachelor style little yes. pop up yes. friendship nope. name. Love, nope. love on the <laughs> But then on Love Island, and I, I, because just from the little bits I've seen, I watched with my mom, just on Love Island where they changed like Please. the occupation thing to like different things relevant to what's happening. Yes, right now. yes, 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 yes. And it's like it's always on the Lanaya Road, so you always hear people or see people passing in the background. Um, just to get on top of this, thank you to our guest for enjoying his role. Uh, he, he looks like he wants to leave now, so um, our very first guest, everyone. So that's, that's how I normally am during the streams anyways. It's just now on camera. Now you get to hear um, and see it all, his pain in real time. Yes, we have a JT with us uh, for uh, a, a, a good bit. We have him on. We have him on the hook until we let him go. And who knows if we're even gonna do that? Uh, 
But I uh, but yeah. Um let's see. And of course, duh. I, we also have with us the two indomitable. Um, um, I'm the one in the Pringles can. Um, <laughs> um, and the explanation behind. Oh, my name's Jenny, but also. <laughs> Like, it's like a, it's like a really messed up genie bottle, you know. <laughs> Jenny in a bottle, but it's a Pringles can. It's a Jenny in a bottle, <laughs> but it's um. So I have a a little tripod thing that I it's it's new. I put my camera into. Well, okay, so I'm having to look at my phone because my computer stopped working like 20 minutes before the stream started and so um but i have this tripod thing but it goes too wide to go on my desk because my desk is really tiny in here so i have to shove it into the lid of a pringles can to keep it up <laughs> and that's the behind the scenes you'll never see and i just realized i forgot to shut my door so i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a mess. Everything's going no! swell. Everything's Everything going according to plot. Fine. Nothing's Everything. going wrong. Everything Embrace is awesome. the scum. And I am your eldritch horror, Emma Romasco. 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 Happy to be here. Perfect play. I do actually now. I really want to make like a bachelor themed campaign where we have confessionals. Where uh -oh. like, <laughs> please not. <laughs> you, you just talk right to the camera and to chat, and that's your confessional. <laughs> I know there's other D and D streams that um they have like a channel point reward where they can ask for like a TV style confessional <laughs> from a character of their choice. <laughs> And they just stop and they explain, like, talk to the TV about what's going on, but as their character is, if they're being interviewed about it. <laughs> hey, so, it took five minutes, and I regret my choices. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest guest spot in the West. JT um, <laughs> pops on for five minutes, and he's gone. We're good. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I don't believe we have any announcements. Uh, at the top of the show, in case you didn't catch it, uh, the last show, um, we are uh, we have a new set schedule uh, as of now. Every last Sunday of each month, uh, we will be uh, taking off to recharge our batteries, uh, our batteries. Uh, I said it in French. I'm sorry. Uh, our batteries. Sorry. We we do have a Canadian viewer. Um, we have one French viewer, according to I'm me. so sorry. I am so you. To, to whoever you are, I'm so sorry. Emma, Emma you're the reason why they stayed along. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to say, you're probably I'm the so reason why. To all native speakers, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I believe uh, that's about it. Um, also, announcement. Uh, I just got out of uh, therapy about Jean Claude's um, accent. Uh, drop when when you dropped the accent last session. I just <laughs> recovered from that, so <laughs> don't ever do that again. That, that was very harmful. It was really weird. That was very harmful just, to my inner. Chemicals. Don't worry, it will never happen again. He will forever only be his French self. Next time, 
Timmy has to speak in a French accent. Um, mon frere, I some clods. You see, we, we, we have good answer. <laughs> we, we went real German. Mein John Clot. Uh, I must eat baguette. <laughs> spaghetti? Sp- uh, spaghetti. Tim <laughs> is like, uh, I am uh, Europe. Uh, 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 as, the French, as the French say, spaghetti. <laughs> we pronounce the age and everything. <laughs> I was going to say, Tim Tim is just, this is his European accent. It encompasses all of Europe. Because you're European and it's like, yeah, man. Fantasy Europe. Okay. Um, I believe with that said, who here, aka JT, is going to do the re- recap? Uh, Let's no. go, JT. Oh, the person boy. who didn't um, play the game. <laughs> I, have, I have one thing that could save me. <laughs> <laughs> I got that in before my computer stopped working. I that, guess that's a recap. Give us the recap, Last session, Jean-Claude and Cecilia revisit their past memories. They discover that the rumored rebelling automatons in the town ahead just may be a tiny bit self-aware. The pair then prepare to set off towards the robot-filled town, seeking answers on behalf of their school friend Aphius, recognizes the name of the town's archmage, but does not remember why. They death dated. <gasps> <laughs> oh boy, please I, no. I, I, I want you to hold on to that. <laughs> oh, no. Tim is like, by the way, your nine is now a ten. <laughs> is this the kid who stole his girl? That nine you've been remember, carrying for... Remember someone stole the girl he liked? That, right! Maybe he stole his gal! This is the guy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, uh, boy. All right. Let's kill him. This intrep- is The Bachelor. <laughs> Every time the confessional comes to Atheus, he's like, what a fucking bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Let me, I told you, you was no fucking good. <laughs> he's, your, he's the reason why the economy is this way. Fuck that guy. Oh, come on. All right. <clears throat> With that said, as our intrepid duo continue their way on the Lanaya expedition, we are going to go backwards in time. Backwards. It's the backwards time music. Everything that lives is designed to end. We are forever trapped in a never-ending spiral of life and death. We enter a classroom, a sanctuary of knowledge and mysticism, a breathtaking room bathed in a soft ethereal glow that emanates from the crystal chandelier suspended from the high vaulted ceilings. Massive arched windows line one wall of the classroom, and tapestries depicting mystical uh, mystical creatures line the other. The center of the classroom is dominated by a grand, polished mahogany desk, behind which stands the professor's podium. And behind that stands a lean and imposing elven man, 
with silvery white hair and almond-shaped deep sapphire eyes. Professor Undomil of Rexen Arcane Academy. As he dictates to a class of fresh-faced students. Nihilistic approaches are accustomed to the topic of existentialism, yet, yet what separates the great thinkers from the mundane is their positive will to find a reason to exist. The so-called cycle of life may seem tedious, but in imbuing it with meaning, one can live freely and authentically. He raises his staff and a small display of magical lights um, periodically uh, arc uh, right uh, in, in the air above him. As practitioners of the arcane, we are uniquely poised to understand the intricacies of existence. We manipulate the very forces that shape reality. But, my dear students, magic is not just about casting spells and brewing potions. It is about understanding the underlying forces that govern our world. Existentialism invites us to confront the vastness of the cosmos and question our place within it. As we delve into the abyss of knowledge, remember that it is not despair that defines us, but the choices we make in the face of an uncertain destiny. Now, before we embark, let us ponder the question that echoes throughout the corridors of time, a question that transcends magic and philosophy alike. What does it mean to be human? And we cut away. An elf says that? <laughs> yeah, a elf human, a, a, a living person. <laughs> That's the hardest thing about about like D and D world stuff. It's like I would say like but like but they're like a human being and then I'm like, well actually they're an elf, but you know what? I had to write I I was playing a gnome the other I was playing a gnome the other day and I was I was like, that's inhuman that's in gnomish of you. That's in gnomish Oh the dwarf vanity The dwarf vanity Oh boy Focusing Rain. A vast, empty darkness with only the trees poking out, um, poking out beyond the horizon. Any normal human person wouldn't be able to see just uh, the crowns of the trees uh, over yonder, but you are different. You're accustomed to the dark. You've lived, you lived in it your whole life. Dalmar. You're here again. It's the same dream. As you hold up a lantern with your right hand the orange-red crown of the flame nestled inside, uh, giving, uh, giving light to your surrounding. 
you look around and see that you are at the opening of a cave. And it beckons you inside. It promises warmth. It promises safety. Dryness from the rain. But it beckons you in other ways that you don't quite understand. Do you walk in? I do. You walk in and uh, as you walk in, uh, as the uh, as the familiar ambiance, almost second nature to you, uh, of the cave begins to enshroud you. You get a sinking feeling in your stomach because you've relived this place a thousand times before. whispers from time to time you can never discern what they were saying not even once not a single word but you know their voices as you walk down this linear cave downwards uh, down multiples uh, down slopes as you delve deeper into this place you flex your hand You feel it coursing through your body at times. Electricity. Not just electricity, something wild, something untamed. Something that has stayed with you for a long time. Something that you you can't get rid of. A stranger living inside of your body. As you stop at the um, as you stop at a certain point, you realize just how f- deep you've gone, and then you realize the place where you're at, the place where it all happened. Footsteps you hear behind you. And as you look, you are greeted with the faces. Those faces who have reigned inside of your head. Fresh, young dwarves. A man, four brothers, his sons, his family. You know what happened to them when they walked in there with you. But it seems like that they're alive. They're alive, Dalmar. Maybe now, maybe now you can turn everything back. Make those decisions that you wanted. But you can't. 
and it hurts. All right, we're here now. You can lead the way. All right, behind me, we go together. <clears throat> yes. All right, come on, brothers. Sit close with me, boys. Um, as they they have all their equipment, these mining helmets, pickaxes, they brought everything. Uh, and they begin to follow you. Your eyes glaze over their forms because you remember them. You remember the equipment they brought, the clothes they wear. One of them had, uh, one of them had buck teeth. The other one was missing a front tooth. You remember them because someone had to, because not a single bit of them was found. And you're taking them. As you walk along, as they huddle behind you in a line, um, as their hopeful eyes, maybe they weren't hopeful when you saw them, but in this dream, they looked like, they looked like something else. Maybe the hopeful eyes that perhaps they thought they were going to have a future. Maybe some of them would fall in love. Maybe those are the eyes that were going to gaze upon a child of theirs one day. And you walk. You walk as the feelings inside of your body amplify. The voices are a bit clearer now. It's theirs. And on a wall, in a gash in the wall, there is a brightness coming out of it. A tangible, ethereal light. And you have your pickaxe in your hand. All right, we're here. I'll get us started. Once we get going, you all join in. <clears throat> Lead the way. By my name, Golden Rock, we do this together. We come back with the oars. That's the plan. All right. You've got this. We're following your lead. And he'll take that first swing at the gash in the wall. A breath. Your eyes open to the darkness of a bedroom. At the edges of the blackout curtains, you see that sunlight is threatening to burgeon around the, uh, around the edges. 
It's morning. You're here. As you wipe the sweat off your neck and you sit up in your bed, you look to your side and you see the mirror that stands on the side of your room. What do you see when you look in the mirror? He sees a face of heavy regret and sorrow. The face he's seen every morning since what happened, thanks to that dream. And he gives a quick look to where that right arm used to be. You're in reality now. What does Dalmar look like? Dalmar is a short, stocky, deep dwarf. Long orange hair, long orange braided beard. Someone who you would have expected to spend his entire life deep in a mountain, never seeing the surface or the sunlight. But something has changed within him, and he now carries that alongside him, and you see the face of someone who will never forget what they caused. Life goes on. And right now, time is beckoning you to somewhere at the moment. As you see, as you look at the clock, as it strikes seven, you are to be somewhere at eight. You get up, looking towards the uh, window. And you are a deep dwarf, you're not accustomed to light, but it's been, for the past few months, it's been a lot of welcoming. It's been a lot of uh, welcoming it. Do you open the curtains? Don't open them yet. The first thing he'll do upon getting out of bed is by the windowsill, he has a book. And like he has the past morning for these last few months, he will reopen it to a fresh page and write down the names of those who are with him. Seeing that, making sure that their memories are still there before he opens the blinds and lets in the light. You write down the nine names. And after a solemn moment, you open the blinds to allow the light inside. And you are given, you are gifted with the great view of Rexen, a place 
arcane prosperity in a in a kingdom where the arcane is frowned upon you see it uh, a dappling a, a dappling skyline of a large wizard towels uh, uh, towels towers <laughs> <laughs> the wizard towels interesting your window uh, is is in, directly into a bathhouse apparently um and a wizard towel cuz you look you look to see the vast place before uh, the vast the vast place before you a one of a kind place in the kingdom of Cadvarum literally a place where you can find no one else nowhere else in this kingdom um a town of prosperity boasting technological advances you can you can see them before you roaming automatons um you see a uh, you see a large uh, a large automaton that wears a hat a watchman currently putting his hand out for a cable car uh, to stop as children uh, pa- as children pass by you see children giggle and play along with it as they begin to draw on the watchman's arm but they were made to care for people's needs. Not robots, you find. Automatons. This is making me like realize, like, are we gonna get set up to solve the trolley problem for automatons? <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> Don't do that! John Claude was gonna be like, what the fuck? Why is the with the trolley to begin with? Um you see the great Rexon Arcane Academy, a vast before you, the Trunadan Bard College of the Muses. Um, and you are inside what is possibly one of the biggest libraries in Cadvarim, the Horizon Athenium. Truly a blessing to be here. A few weeks journey from your home. As you begin to uh, turn down the music, <laughs> um, as you be, as you get yourself ready for the day, um, as the world outside is moving at a fast pace, uh, students and bards flocking about everywhere, uh, people getting to their uh, people getting to whatever they need to be. Heavy foot traffic on the bottom. This place was a town, uh, but since because of the fast growth, now it has to accommodate the population of a city almost. Um, you get yourself uh, ready for the day, collecting your personal effects. Um, can you describe what Dalmar carries with him? The first thing he picks up is a very intricate, very well-made full prosthetic arm. And he looks at it with just a look of resignation and acceptance on his face as he does up the straps tightens a few bolts moves the fingers to make sure that they're all working properly and then pulls his shirt sleeve down over half of it trying to hide as much of it as he can and he doesn't carry much else a normal bag with a few essentials in it, some paper, some ink. But as he walks to his door, 
sitting at the doorway is his old trusty pickaxe. And he has to take a moment before he even reaches to pick it up now with his left hand. And he holds it out from himself, staring, debating whether or not he even needs it or should have it, before sighing and strapping it across his back. He's ready to go. As soon as you get it all strapped in, there is a a knock on your door. Yes. This. Oh, um, are you still getting ready? No, I'm ready. All right, great. This is perfect timing. I was just about just about ready to come get you. Uh, as you open the door, you see the sprightly young face of a half-elf. Um, her, her, uh, two, two, two twins buns, two twin buns sit on the, the back of her, uh, on the back of her, uh, messy little head of, of black hair. Um, and she wears, uh, bigger, larger-than-life gl- uh, glasses with very, very round lenses. Um, says, she's a brilliant one, this one. Um, and you can tell from the, from the dark mark beneath her eyes, uh, as you open the door, she's holding two, two cups of coffee. Uh, and, uh, as you open the door to the hallway, you see, um, you see before you inside the hallway itself, uh, this, in this, uh, very, like, expanse, uh, like very uh, a very uh, linear hallway pneumatic tubes line the uh line the top of the uh of, of the of the ceiling and you see messages and bottles just vroom, 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 going to and fro through these pneumatic tubes this place is busy already um you are currently staying in one of the servants uh one of the uh, servants room in the library people who serve the great uh the great horizon athenium a library considered one of the greatest in cadvorum and it's not even done yet <laughs> um as you see the pneumatic tubes are uh, currently uh being full um you see the um you see the young half elf before you luan bosant luan <laughs> I love her name. She just holds a cup of coffee uh, uh, to you. She just goes, I don't know how you take it. Uh, so I put like, I, I do how I take it. It's, um, I take all those like, uh, you know those like spoons, those big spoons they had? There's like five of them, five sugars. I take it you're a sweet person. Good morning to you too, Luan. Oh, goodness, sorry about that. Good morning, oh my gosh. <laughs> You said five. Five? For me? Um, but I thought I would want to spoil you a little bit. No! I, 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 I put six. So he, he will just kind of raise his eyebrows at that and take a very small sip, immediately recoiling from how sweet she has made this coffee. Before just nicely saying, 
I it's thank also you a kindly. little salty, I'll say. What? No. Oh no. What did you do? Yeah, he, he's just he's not gonna take another sip of it. But he's going to hold on to it until he can very discreetly get rid of it outside of the library. Dump it in the plant, dump it in the plant. I put a little bit of salt no. in there because they say that everything that tastes good has sweet and saltiness to it. So oh my God. I wanted to try that. And um, which which book did you hear that one in? Oh, um, I just kind of like, I heard about it, you know? It came to me in a dream, actually, that time. I... Oh. Well, oh, I also, this woman? I also got, you, I also got you this. Um, they didn't have orange, uh, frosting, so you have a pink beard now. Um, and she pulls out this cookie that has a poorly drawn picture of no. what's what's what what you think is supposed to resemble a dwarf. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, she's so sweet, but oh boy! Don't worry. I don't, see. Don't worry. No salt. But I heard people like spicy cookies in another part of oh the world. What is she doing? So I did. I did put the extract of a pepper inside. He will actually gladly take a bite out of that cookie and basically down the entire thing. Oh, this shit's good. <laughs> the salty coffee was a no. The oh. spicy cookie is a win. It gives him a brief moment of home. And it's gone. As you oh. devour it, she goes, yeah. Uh, she, she, she celebrates a little bit of hey. that. Luan, places yeah. to be, yeah? Right, places to be. Come on. Um says, I should drink that coffee. Um says I we gotta says we gotta go ahead and catch the cable car. Um says, I just wanna ask Tim. Uh, how tall is Luann? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Delmar's a dwarf. You're a dwarf, but she's like she's half she's half like elf. she's like five foot two. <laughs> She's a well, she's still a good head taller than him, so he's just very much making sure when she's not looking to maybe pour coffee out into <laughs> things. <laughs> Plants, trash cans, lanterns. Lanterns! <laughs> water. <laughs> into uh, the lantern, it goes the, out. The, the possibly magical plant that you poured into... Um, you can also feel it. You can also see it like recoiling. When, like, well, what the fuck did you just give me? <laughs> the plant slaps. Why the robots went crazy? They got the sugar salt, salt sweet, salty coffee. They're just having a little sugar rush. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wish. Um, if only it was that easy. As you pass robed individuals, people, a educated people, um, being a librarian, I, you got you got to say, it takes a lot of qualifications. I learned that pretty recently. Um, as you pass all, all, these, uh, all these all these educated people, all these robed individuals, 
Car all carrying all, all, all carrying stacks of books, some of them writing letters, looking at each little like station where they put they have to put messages in pneumatic tubes. You insert out into the grand parts of the Horizon Athenium where a large arcane uh, arcane ball uh, uh, hovers, and this uh, the two rings kind of like uh, spin around it. As you see, students and bards alike, all uh, all in their respective positions. This grand library. You see bards practicing in their little spheres of silence, uh, wizards studying, uh, wizards studying in the quieter, quieter parts of the uh, library, tending to, uh, tending to the materials. Um, and uh, as you see books flock to and fro, as uh, as a student in uh, as a student in a wheelchair is being uh, carried up by uh, by a magic by a magic platform to the other uh, levels. Um, you are, uh, um, you, you are going towards the exit to exit the library, uh, when, when you see a rolling ball, uh, coming up, uh, rolling up towards the both of you. Um, as the ball stops, you see a, um, uh, you see an automaton kind of like lift its body outside of the ball its bottom half of the body uh, the the ball part the wheel um and you see a uh, a um a uh, a fresh looking automaton uh a light uh white eyes with uh with kind of flickering lights no mouth it's just a sphere for a head and two uh, arms uh just kind of like come up to the uh, the both of you and go, hello, do you need any assistance? Is, um... Not, not right now, little one. Um, and he just goes, oh, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> me, hashtag <Hi>. me. <laughs> goes, apparently, I am broken, and I am in need of maintenance. Oh, no. Can you please bring me to the, uh, uh, to the appropriate person? Archmage Brandrick. I and he will kneel down and how big is the sphere? He's he's a small guy. Uh <laughs> both hands or one hand. It is both up. hands though. It is both hands. He will hand the coffee back to Luan and oh, pick up it. the automaton. <laughs> it's like sorry, I uh, I think I need both hands for this one. Oh, okay, no problem. You've drank the whole thing. Wow, good job. Hey. Do you want more? No, can you? <laughs> All right, salt is good. I got it. Um, as you pick up the sphere, uh, and she's holding it, uh, she's holding uh, both cups, Luan goes like, oh, wait, what exactly is wrong with you? Goes, uh, and you see the, uh, you see the automaton uh, just goes, I'm not quite sure. Um, he says, the seekers they deem me they deem me as a malfunctioning unit because i inquire too much oh no inquire too much huh all right well whatever the case we'll get you fixed up yay i'm so excited by the way my designation is charlie I don't Charlie. know how I feel about that name, though. What if I picked my own? That 
right there is something off. Not something right. Oh boy. Uh, uh, Luan, have you ever seen one of the automatons talking like that? Uh, no. Huh. I... I think we should get this one back to Arkson. Yeah, let's do that. Alright, buddy, you're gonna be adventuring with us. Adventure! That sounds so fun! No, no. Yes, ad adventure. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Um, as you hold Charlie in your hand, you see his, you see his eyes, which they, they're alight in like different parts of the eye. You see that, um, they light up in a way where he, you know, the eyes showcase like uh, happiness in a way, like the, like the supposed eyebrows are kind of like lit up. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, you okay, it's dude? an automaton. It doesn't need feelings. <laughs> All I'm saying is Jean-Claude's going to lead the next revolution. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to Why shouldn't he be allowed to pick his own name? Yep. <laughs> yep. As you walk out of the library, you are immediately, uh, you are, you are immediately greeted with the, the, the blur of two students, uh, two, two students, uh, two flying students, whoosh, uh, whizzing past. Uh, to, uh, to which, uh, to which you see, uh, Luann go, Hey, watch it! Throws a cup at them. Doesn't even make it, like, two feet. She's really weak. Uh. <laughs> Luann, um, I appreciate the effort. Maybe not your strong suit there. <laughs> uh, she, she just goes, One day I'm gonna do it, though. This is why this is why Matt this is why I need magic. This if when I get a fireball, those kids are gonna be flying in the air for longer. Okay, okay, hold on. She just <laughs> she fireball she, children. She uh she just goes, Whoa, 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 I heard that. I'm sorry. Uh no one <laughs> no one tell anyone. <laughs> I didn't mean that. That was just intrusive thoughts. And she picks up the cup. <laughs> We've been over this, Luan. There are some things that do not need to be said. We keep them inside. <laughs> for? What is it good for? Charlie goes. Hi, little one. Not now. Right. Apologies. Cross over the ball. <laughs> you are not going to make me feel bad for a little tiny robot ball. <laughs> not going to happen. I will. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Jenny's like, um, I'll ensure you do. I'm stronger than I am, you. I am not pack bonding with this thing. You are greeted with the vibrant sight of of the life in Vrexen. Um, this place is this place is newly uh, newly built, completely different than the mountain town of Intrepid. Completely different from inside the mountains too. Um, vast open streets. They had the best architects working on this place. Um, thankfully, due to the funds provided by house Donalara. um this place has gotten everything it needed and deserved after all this place was meant to be a showcase that arcane prosperity is a tangible thing is and is a attractive prospect especially for the crown the people who really 
uh, the, the people who whose opinions really matter. Um, as you see the lar, as you as you enter Star Starfall Square, uh, and walk through the uh, walk through the uh, the Warden's Promenade, the play, the city built along uh, built along a river, shops on two different two different levels adorning the streets. This place is supposedly a paradise, um, but to you, it's a stranger's land, and. It is as unfamiliar as it can, it can get. Um, you uh, you once again see a watchman, um, uh, a, a, a watchman uh, seated on the ground, as children are kind of like uh, hugging it, and you see a guard a guard goes, "Hey, uh, come on!" Uh, a young guard goes, "Hey, come on, guys, get off the get off the big little ro- the, the big automaton." <laughs> um, and these children are children are drawing even more stuff on it. Some one of them is drawing like a mustache on it, and the guard is like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey!" Um, <laughs> these watchmen, iron stalwart guardians. You see their lances, uh, uh, stasis lances, kind of like placed along its back. These things are built for battle. Um, but apparently, uh, they've been. They have been given a motion to treat people with empathy and kindness whenever it may. And you see it, you see it treating the children with the utmost gentleness. Stand uh, up for yourself. Hmm? You gotta stand up for yourself. Come <laughs> on. Um, end well. As you walk past the watchman, you hear talking to the kids, goes, what is your name? Um, and you, uh, and you hear, I'm Desmond. Does, uh, and, and you're, and you're walking past, uh, and walking past all of that. Um, a cable car on a ground path is making its way up the central district where you know, uh, where you know where, uh, where it takes you to, to the Lounge Spire Heights. The center nerve system of this place where everything important happens and where you're supposed to go. You enter into a crowded cable uh, a crowded cable car as it takes you up this up the central district where you see even more life thriving around you, crowded streets uh, to your left and right, um, as you are taken towards where all the uh, the wizard towels and the wizard towers are. <laughs> <clears throat> Eventually, you see it into your sight. The arcane ambit, where the mage group, uh, not, well, not mage group, the group of merchants who are putting a lot of money into this project, the Zenith, are located. And it's where one of the brightest minds found on this side of Mithrin can be found. As you make your way up to the arcane ambit, this large spherical building, uh, make, making your way around the, the large fountain, carrying Charlie, you make your way uh, into the building. Uh, large marble floors, uh, tap- tapestries of uh, tapestries that depict mages throughout history, um, 
Brandrick's great, 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 great grandfather, um, a legendary archmage in the Lavalum dynasty, uh, depicted on the very, very forefront of, of it all. A lavish, intricate building that's built to the memory of everything arcane and the celebration of it. The war on secrets, um, the war of transparency, every historical event depicted on these walls. Um, you are checked by you are checked by a smaller um, a smaller automaton who um, who 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 knows you and allows you to go in uh, up the stairs with your pickaxe. As you make your way to the uh, to the place of importance to the laboratory. Now, as you get there. Um, to the large, as you go, as you weave your way through walls, uh, through halls, you, um, get to the large double set, uh, of doors. Um, and, uh, Luann also just gives it a straight knock. She goes, Archmage, uh, we're here. No response. He's probably sleeping. Luan, do you mind holding the little one? Yeah, sure. Oh! He will. <laughs> what just happened? What? Um, as I'm you sorry. Get, as, no, as, can you make that noise again? Oh! Oh, as, God. As you hand Charlie to her, she just. She just falls to the ground. Impure thoughts. Dalmar probably did not realize how heavy it was. Uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie just goes, just goes. I apologize if my if my weight is not to your if you're not acclimatized to someone of my weight. May I recommend basic training? <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> now that he has his hands free, is it a single door or what? Double door. He is going to, both hands, slam into the door and fly them open. All of his strength. <clears throat> As you uh, slam your hands into the door, um, you see a lit lab before you. Um, a be a another benefit of, the of this place, another another aspect of Randwick's lab is that there is a... There's an observatory here that looks up into the stars, uh, a beautiful, large telescope um, and a glass dome. So there's a lot of pl there's plenty of natural light in there. Usually he has it closed when he's not in the lab, but he's been in his lab for a while. Uh, even though the sound was heavy and it was and it was loud, um, you see before you um, a human, uh, a, a human man, uh, says with sand, with sandpaper, like a hair, unkempt, uh, unkempt straight hair, um, currently, uh, passed out, just completely passed out, possibly from a long day of work on his desk, uh, a, um, a peeled banana, uh, still in his hand, uh, <laughs> 
as he he's just completely uh, asleep and heavily so he will walk up to Arkson, his very good friend I'll point out before I do what I'm about to do to him and kill him no <laughs> no but taking some of his hair in his hand and slowly lifting his head up before just dropping it back down on the desk oh. gods uh uh and it, it, he looks he looks towards you and it, he just goes Delmar, I was falling in my dream. Hey, told you that would happen if you didn't stop sleeping at your desk. When's the last time you even used your bed? Uh, beds are, uh, just overrated that if I sleep in, if I sleep within the confines of my laboratory, I am gaining, I am absorbing all kinds of information, am I not? Besides, the chair is comfortable as is. It has cushions on it for a reason. When's the last time you even got outside? <clears throat> when things were easier, Dalmar. How are you doing, friend? They've been easier. Right. We manage. Everything's okay now? Dalmar will hesitate before just saying, I, it's, it's fine. We, uh, we brought a, one of your little automatons to you. Has a unknown problem. And, uh, he'll just get a bit closer to him. It does not agree with its given name. I don't know what's going on, but a lot of the automatons are starting to take interest in that. It, it's not right. And uh, you see he looks over uh, to, Lu uh, to Luann, whose knees are shaking as she's trying to carry Charlie with all of her might. It just goes... Uh, Luan, why don't you, uh, why don't you put him down easy? <clears throat> Luan puts him down, and you see, uh, Charlie. Charlie seems nervous. There is trepidation in his hand as he kind of, like, holds his, like, hands together. Um, as he looks, uh, over his the eyes depicting some kind of sadness you feel it at the um you see you see the look on Arxen's face a look of that's not supposed to happen um as he looks uh, as he looks in over and he just goes no, Charlie um come come here the ball uh the wheels begin to turn as the uh comes over as charlie comes over um and he just goes this is one of the helpers in the library uh right looking to towards you, I, 
He just Hero goes, rolled up to us on our way out this morning. What exactly... Um, what exactly is the matter with you, Charlie? I'm not in trouble, am I? Oh! And there's a pause. <laughs> As you see, um, Arkson kind of like lets things sink in. And he just goes, You're not in trouble. Uh, come here. Just, and you see Charlie kind of like, with trepidation, walk uh, forward. And Arkson just goes, All right, little one. This, this is just going to be uh, typical maintenance. I'm just going to take a look at you, okay? I'll turn, I'll turn you off. And and then before you know it, you'll turn back on. It's just, it's gonna be just like you blinked. And then uh, and then you see Charlie goes, no. Oh no! No. It says Archmage. It's cold. And then you see the Archmage just kind of like blink for a moment. It's, it's cold. He says, I know, I know what it's like to have maintenance. It's really, it's really cold and everything is black and I can't think. And it's just like, it feels like I'm, I think, I think, I think, I, I says, I feel like I'm, I, I die. Um, and that's when you see Arkson in this sudden panicky motion reaches forward, presses like the hand over the back of the head, and just, and you see uh, Charlie just no. turn off. What? Arkson, what is going on? This is not supposed to happen. I need to look into his core. Luan closed the door. Um, doors get closed. Um, you just go, uh, and you see, uh, Arkson begins to, begins to dig through. Um, and he begins to mumble to himself. He always does this. This is his habit. Mumbling, uh, his stream of consciousness, his stream of thoughts. Um, uh, and it's absolutely things you do not understand. Just have a look at the King Cortex, see where the threats are. It's, this should not be happening. This should not be happening. Uh, and you see as he as he opens up, he opens up the back. He's never explained to you properly how these automatons have feelings in the first place. Um... You see, he begins to uh, open it up and looks at you, uh, Dalmar, um, and he goes, Has he done anything else strange? Um, I, uh, I don't believe so. But, uh, 
he didn't seem right from when he first came up to us. A bit too... Inquisitive, a bit too... Personable? They are designed to be that way. Were they asking about your needs? Were they... I... This was past that. Instead of asking about needs, they were asking about... Things. Not to help... Like they're trying to understand something personal identity. It was there was also a watchman surrounded by a group of kids like they all always are. And it was asking their names. That's rather typical. Learning the names. Identifying potential criminals. These were school children. What reason would it have to think them criminal? Yes, perhaps that's them trying to identify the, the, the parts of them that, that were designed to identify. <sighs> perhaps, perhaps the weave in this place is unstable. I'm not quite sure. Uh. He he opens up, uh, he opens up the, the, uh, he opens up the automaton at the back, going towards, going into the bottom. Um, he begins to like, uh, very gingerly pull out like a core. Um, uh, this, um, and you can and you can feel it uh, as this heavily heavily magical item becomes uh, open into the room. You. feel you feel it. You can, uh, this tingling, uh, feeling, this almost like pain, uh, allergy, uncomfortableness, uh, overcomes you as you feel a heavily magical item in front of you. He, as you, as he pulls it out, he, he, he realizes and he just shoves it back in, um, looking at you and, and he closes it. He just goes, I think I'm going to do this in a separate room. I, I would be the best for all three of us. I'm sorry, Dalmar. I'll find a way. I promise. I know. <clears throat> I trust you. Just goes, I swear it on my name. As he picks up uh, Charlie and heads off to a separate adjoining room, uh, his inner uh, his inner office. <clears throat> as he uh, as he closes the door, Luann goes, "You okay?" Uh, I'm fine. I uh, wish you wouldn't throw his name around like that. It's um, quite the name. Aye. Names like that. Legacy. Expectation. 
Oh, I'm sorry, Dalmar. You don't know just how hard they are until... Well... You don't. I... Uh... We could talk about it, but... I assume that's pretty heavy for you right now. I'm not sure if cough drops will make you feel better. I have a couple in my bag. What is this woman on? Cough drops. (laughs) And then where can I get some? Five, um, five quarter cups of of sugar (laughs) in your coffee. Boy. Um, she just goes, Thank you, Luan, but I, I, I do not need them. Man, this automaton stuff. It says, it, it made sense to me, but I didn't know it could get beyond this. But I guess if you're dealing with, I guess if you're dealing with the, uh, the goat, the ghost in the ethereal plane, I guess it can get a little un- unpredictable. What? Magic magic is fickle. And the way they use it is And he'll look over at the door and make sure it is closed before saying it to Luan. I don't like it. It's risky. They could be just as effective without half the magic they're running. I don't know. You see this you see this town and everything that's in it? You can't do that with divine magic. Or nature. Maybe we aren't supposed to. That's not for me to argue. I but know. I, but I, I don't have the viewpoint like you do. I, I understand that. Right. We should, uh, let the Archmage work. Right. Um, I guess I can, I guess I'm just clean up around the place a little bit. Um, you know how this automaton stuff works, right? I think you would know it. Yeah, Dalmar would know a tiny bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, basic, basic thing, uh, basic thing for you. The weave is everything magic, uh, is everything, uh, magical. It connects the threads go up, go throughout every part of the universe. Uh, not not the universe, the the plane of existence. But uh, each thread goes through every single plane of existence. It goes through the Feywild. It goes through um, the Shadowfell, the Ethereal Plane, uh, the Astral Plane. It touches every single thread. What the automatons uh, are, ba- are are based on is that they are filled with cores which pull from other parts of the um uh, says the other uh, the other parts of the weave that are not access that are typically not accessible on the material plane and uh in the ethereal plane there's a bunch of ghosts 
dead people and stuff. And when there's ghosts, there's strong emotions that the that the core seek that the core seeks to gather and basically give it instructions. So the automatons the, um, they operate on these emotions. Um, this is really unethical. <laughs> this is right. gonna be a problem. Uh huh. This is gonna be a big problem. Uh huh. We haven't got to that here. yet. <laughs> what was that, Jenny? I wish I release was here. She would hate this shit. She would. She would. <laughs> she would fucking get, get this done. I Shut think Dennis would down. cry. <laughs> um, that's that. Oh uh, gosh. Okay, we'll we'll get to the Dennis part another another time. But that's, what do you mean? Well, don't get to the Dennis part. You you remember you remember when um. Okay, no one else knows this. When Dino? This. Oh my yeah. god, wait! Yeah, oh my yeah. god, they that's, did, no, they did not! They, they that's, knew that's where all come from? That's what happened, yeah. <laughs> no one else knows what this is, but this is just, this is an uh, in, inner part between uh, me, Emma, and everyone here. <laughs> we played another game. Um, Backstory for another game. Yeah. Dennis, what have you done? Uh, what, what did, what? It wasn't your fault. The, artif- the, art- the other artificers, they, they decided. They decided to, to, to mosey on in. Wait, this is in the past, though, right? Isn't this before our other campaign? This, this, is, this, is, before, this is before, yes, but I'm talking about, like, the, the methodology. Um, oh, okay. It's all... Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going oh. to use the emotions of ghosts and put them in here uh, to serve people in real life. Um, it is a ghost! <laughs> <laughs> Me. And, oh yeah also just to add this on top before we continue um for the both of you uh for jenny and emma you remember uh in the priest the, the stream game our first test stream you met the guy in the uh, arcane clock tower uh yeah this is him i this thought is- that was oh oh yeah there was the other guy i was like i was like I oh was my Mira. god Oh, come in the Dino's a ghost. Dino is not a ghost. He is he just trapped. Ba- he is just bartering the emotions of ghosts that are trapped within the ethereal plane and have nowhere to go. So, oh, no! so oh, Emma, before we, we even him, get right? to the parts that should have, did we fix him? Yeah, you fixed him though. So, he, so he's he's yours. But he he had that in him. That's what. That's okay. why. That's why he talked a lot for a bit. Anyways. Um, oh my dog. Another, another, a story for another time, viewers. Um, I just wanted a robot dog. I just wanted a robot dog. <clears throat> so yeah, um, expressly unethical. Uh, but look at how good we're doing. <laughs> what happens in the future again? Um, <clears throat> Wait, I release is a lot. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, she'll come in and fix everything right now. Oh, no, um, she's not alive, actually. Okay. So, uh, as you uh, go around and you uh, fix up uh, some of the, uh, the the books on the shelves and clean up, you, you, you're an assistant uh, to, um, to, to, the, to the Archmage. Um, and even though he has expressly concerned that you owe him nothing for anything... Um, you feel that some thanks need to be, uh, need to be given. Um, over the months, you have formed a close, uh, friendship with, uh, Oxen. Uh, knowing about his situation here, um, 
how even though he's one of the brightest uh, mages around, that he is basically a pawn for the Zenith here, who are using him to further their ends to impress the um, to impress the crown. <clears throat> Uh, after, uh, after a while, you see the door to the room opens and you see, uh, Charlie, uh, zoom on, uh, Charlie zooms on out. Um, and he goes, ready for duty. This designation, Charlie. <clears throat> just, uh, and you see Arkson, uh, walks on out and he just goes, you may return to your uh, place of work now, Charlie. Yes, sir. And um, Charlie goes to the door, reaches up, opens it. Um, and as he reaches up and opens it, um, you see that there is already a, a woman outside ready to knock on the door. And JT's already annoyed. Because <laughs> um, I... I know who it is. I already not don't like her. And uh, an Erjanasi <laughs> with lilac hair, um, beautiful don't markings like her. around uh, around her pallid, pale skin, wearing lavish robes. Um, she uh, she stands at the door. She she had her hand ready to knock on it before the uh, automaton opened it. Um, and you see there's another, uh, automaton, like, uh, another one behind her, another one, like, same, same model as Charlie. And, uh, she just goes, oh, perfect. Does this one work? Um, and you see Arkson just goes, just went through some maintenance. Perfect. I'll just trade it with this one then. He says, this one you need, he says, you, says you need it to be fixed. By the way, says by the way, Oxen, I told you before about the says that look on you, the heavy bags under your eyes. Please do something about it. And you see Oxen wow. just sighs. And he Direct does. De La Flair, what do we owe the pleasure? <sighs> yes, um, she 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 walks in. And, uh, but she stops first and she just looks down at the automaton. She just goes, go. And Charlie just continues oh, on. Oh, never says, mind. Excuse she's me. not hot. She's a bitch. <laughs> I took it back. She's not hot. She's yes. a bitch. What was her name again? It is Le Fair. I'll type it in the chat. Asshole Le Douche. Nice to have a chat. Um. As she walks in, um, the other automaton, like, scared, shaking behind her, uh, she just goes, uh, she just goes, first of all, before we talk, before we talk, Archmage, do something about those bags underneath your eyes. They're unseemly. He says, the Archmage just kind of does a little wave, a little, um, little, little minor illusion in the bags, the from her eyes, he goes, Goodness, much better. You just remember you have to keep a good public image. It says prosperity 
Remember? So yes. why do I? Director. Hmm? Yes. What was that? Speak up. Director Lafleur just said, "Archmage Brandrick has work to do now. It seems correct. Any messages you have, you may relay to me." Says, "Well, I'm right here, so I'll just speak to him and uh, and she just kind of like she just kind of like turns directly towards, just kind of blowing you off immediately." This is not the girl bossing I approve of. <laughs> I would talk to I'm, the manager and I know it. I'm a gaslighter, okay? <laughs> I'm a gaslighter. I'm more of a gaslighter. I'm more of a gaslighter. I'm more of a gaslight gatekeep kind of girl. <laughs> than a girl boss. Ew, God. Okay. Um, <clears throat> she, I hate her. She just, uh, she just goes, <laughs> she, just, she just goes, Archimedes, you have a lot of work ahead of you today because the parade is today. Does, do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. You remind me every single, uh, every single portion of every, of weeks leading up. Exactly, it's one of the most important events to occur in this place. It says Lord Dana, it says Lord Danalara must see that her fruits are bearing something. That's why you have to work. In, yeah, that's why you. That's why you have to work in presentation. That's why you can have bags under your eyes. Um, it says. You must work on the Parade Automatons once more. Just, and um, this little one, this assistant here, points to the uh, automaton. And he goes, this one is broken. How is it broken? It just seems confused. Like, it doesn't understand the task it set up before it. And when I tell it to look me in the eyes, it seems to be scared. It doesn't seem to follow. Doesn't seem to follow simple instructions. Look me in the eyes. Look, and you see the ah! automatons. You, and you see the automatons kind of eyes kind of like go down. Look, it, it goes the complete wrong way. We can't have these defects here, uh, showcased in front of the people that are most important. Just, I'll get on that. Get on that win. Soon. Now. You get on it now. Your tasks today are aimed at completely impressing everyone with, with the showmanship at the parade. Worst. You s says, no one has ever said no to you, have they? <laughs> Direct have they, director? I surround myself with intelligent people, and intelligent people know better than to say no. Director, I believe we call those yes men. <laughs> are you broken? Why are you talking? <laughs> he goes, says, my friend here, my assistant, is perfectly fine. Broken? Says, what a bitch. And perhaps in, <laughs> says, and in the future, says, says perhaps you can take perhaps you could take some credence to his words because what he said was true. Just I don't care about what he says. I care about what happens out there, unless you want to disappoint every ever says disappoint everyone and go back into your shell and hiding. 
Captain Valthani would never allow this. <laughs> and Valthani would just be like, <laughs> slap her upside the head. <laughs> um. Yes. Because Archmage, you. M I'm sorry for being harsh, but after today, it'll be so much better. There's just a lot of stress in the air at the moment. There's so much to do. There's a lot of expectations riding on all of us. It says, we have put in so much money, so much, so much capital into this project. As if now of all times, if everything goes up in flames, then we will be in ruin. Just and money, money, money. Note she does not talk about doing any of the work herself. Do you say that out loud? He will say it just about loud enough that Luann can hear it, but definitely not Mistral. You see Luann just like so nervous, like her her heart rate goes up like five times. Um, and <laughs> oh, you no. and the sugar. As Mistral kind of goes on, there is remnants of a murmur that she can hear, but not the exact thing. She goes, hmm? What was that? Nothing of importance to someone of your caliber. Correct. So be quiet. And you see, you see, uh, Arkson looks over at you, like, a look of, like, I know. Um, and, like, and, and, like, just, just suffer, just grin and bear it, basically. <laughs> just goes, but anyways, um, seems like more than one thing needs to get fixed in this place. You, says Archmage, just remember, says, remember the deal we made. Do this for us, you get your library. And you get, you, says, and you get your fame back. Yes, yes. Sure, it wasn't you who. Says, sure, it wasn't you who killed the prince and princess of Arahom, but. Wait, that's my country! <laughs> um, yes. It wasn't my fault. Exactly, it wasn't. It was just an accident. An accident of someone of your high caliber caused. But we can, says, but we can play with the truth a little bit if you play along nicely. All right. Fix this one. Bring it back to me. And then work on the parade bots. That is your prerogative for today. <laughs> says, and uh, she just, she turns around and just walks away. I need a bigger uh, team. And as she walks to the doorway, she looks back and just goes, "By the way, I see the way your I see the way your eyes start about. Improve your attitudes a little bit." And then she closes the door. She's a treat. Hey, full of hot air, that bitch. <laughs> I don't want to express what's currently running through my mind at the moment. But I do have to check over the parade uh, lineup. Just goes, um, 
you, looks down at the automaton. Uh, you are, uh, um, uh, and the automaton just stutters, and you see arcs and just like, just devastation. Another one. Just goes. It's okay. You're not in trouble. And then turns the automaton off. Delmar, the longer you stay here, the more you're going to suffer. That woman. Are you sure it's worth it? Are you? You have more riding on this than I. I here for you. When I get that library, and I sit in it for the first time, I, I won't even think about all of this. Um, Luan, can you store this, um, he holds out the cord that was in Charlie. Can you store this in the room with my personal effects? I'll take a look at it later. Uh, yeah. Which room? Uh, this is, the room is, uh, we should really mark these rooms. 103, um, it's the one with my, uh. I have to give you a key for that one. I've never been in that room before. Is careful. There's. I asked if you would use your bedroom. We would know where it is. Luann goes. Yeah, your bedroom, which you have, and it's there's a bed in there because it's a bedroom. Instead of a desk. I'm getting subtle messages from the both of you. Why don't you both take it to my bedroom then? And just store it somewhere. We'll leave you to your work. Right. I'll wait for the both of you to come back and we'll make our way over to... Uh, we'll make our way over to the lineup. Says, are you forgetting something, Archmage? Oh, yeah, I have a key. Uh, I forgot which one it is. Here, just take the whole key ring. I could just break down the door. I never use the door anyways. But if we're storing something like that, pointing at the sphere, maybe we'll be, maybe we'll be a little more subtle about it. I... Um, and, uh, Luan just goes, oh, I bet Dalmar could just run into a door, and it's like, oh, I'm not even here anymore. The door. That was door talking. Anyways, I'll take this to your room. Okay. <laughs> I worry for this child. Turning to Arxen. You've got to stop letting her drink that stuff. <laughs> I am not... I am not her, I'm not her father, but I am deeply concerned. But I have worries. <laughs> I, I, I tried a sip of what she drank this morning. 
It was vile. There's more sugar in that drink than there is coffee. <laughs> it is not healthy for her. I. It's a new invention I made. It's called sugar coffee. Try, you enjoyed it. He drank the whole thing. And he just gives Arkson that look of say nothing, play along. I definitely did not drink it. Uh -huh. Okay, well, go to my room. <laughs> um, uh, Leave you be. We'll be back. He hands to Luann this box. This box containing the uh, the object where um, it's contained so you can't feel the, the intense arcane energy coming off of it. Um, Luann, uh, Luann walks, uh, Luann walks out and you follow along down the hallway. Um, she just goes, I'm just saying, you drink as much as I drink. You, three hours of sleep, that's all you need. I've been, I've been practicing two hours and I feel like I'm floating. What? Conversation for another time, Luan. Of course, of course. Let's <clears throat> let's let's get to work. You uh, eventually get to um, the archmage's door, and after a little bit of finagling around with with the keys, um, you open this uh, large door to see the uh, the ins uh, to see its inside. Um, a barely touched room with a neat neatly made uh, neatly made everywhere couple of um couple of open books on the desk and you see uh on top of the desk um a glass case uh sitting on a uh, sitting on a cushion you heard of this before one of his uh prized items sitting on display in his room in his room a shard of the moon knew it oh no i, I called this Dalmar just has an immediate negative reaction. Oh, even no. even from even from behind the uh even from behind the uh in its glass case, you still feel a strong it, it's not a pain, it's a beckoning. As um you see Luan just goes, Ooh. That's uh, um that's a, th that's the thing he got. That's the thing he. Uh, Don't he touch studied. it. Oh, Dalmar. Whatever you do, just don't. Don't touch it. All right, all right, all right. Here, I'm just. I'll be in and out. She, she, wa she walks in. She opens up a drawer, next. Uh, that's uh, like in the desk. That's uh, where the moonshine's sitting on top of. She just puts it in there. She just pushes the uh, drawer in. Um, being considerate of you because she she can see that you're really uncomfortable. She just moves in and out, closes the door, and you feel like that you feel your lungs become lighter. All right, all right, let's get away from this place. Come on. Outside, I need air. We make our way. To the uh, 
to the outside. We make our way to the outside as you return to the Archmage, and you uh, and you lot go to, across town to perform your duties. A large, uh, large parade bot with um, decorated with like dapple with like things dappling off of his shoulder. It's a a watchman turned into uh, a, a parade bot. Um, Given the given the instruction to uh, give joy, um, you see mechanical horses. Not not automatons. They're just mechanical. Um, other parts of it, live performers and actors, ready to get their um, re- getting just getting their act together. Um, as you see, uh, as you you assist um, you assist the archimage throughout the day with his uh, many uh, with his tasks of. Making sure that everything uh, is ready, um, and you s- and <laughs> some of the actors pitch their alts to you for some reason, um, and um, you see that uh, uh, Luann, who's a terrible singer, giving them singing advice throughout the day. Um, <laughs> she knows a lot about singing, and she thinks she's good at it, uh, but she's not great at it. she's not great at it. Um, she took musical theory, but never took choir. Yeah, exactly. Oh She's really good at reading music. Um, and eventually, um, as the sun begins to take its cra- uh, take its seat at the zenith of the sky, um, the time for the parade comes close. You sit. Uh, you sit amongst the crowd. Um, Standing alongside Luan, unfortunately, unfortunately, even though Arkson would definitely want you by his side at his important position, you're not allowed up there alongside all of the other members of the Zenith, alongside the director of civil prosperity. Um, <clears throat> and um as the as the crowd takes place as everyone's sectioned off um the central district is completely sectioned off ready for a parade of massive proportions you, at first you see um a flag hanging in the sky um i will say that if you're claustrophobic this sucks cuz it's super crowded right now and everyone's ready to see the lord um you see a flag, uh, a, a flag hoisted up in the sky, the symbol of the, depicting a, a golden fields of wheat, uh, a long winding river, and the sun in the distance to represent prosperity. House Danalara. <clears throat> Everyone claps and cheers um, as the wagon, uh, as the procession carries the Lord down. Central District. Um, you see her um, through the window, just like looking through this young, uh, this this young human woman, um, who who much like the Zen of Caesar's as an investment opportunity. As she's carried to this high like podium, the best sight of all to watch over the parade. You hear it, loud, blaring music. As um, these floats um, begin to march their way down the central district, you see uh, the parade, um, the parade bot, 
the parade master moving in um moving in its mechanical cadence um uh hoisting a large uh prop sword into the sky multiple times as it moves at a repetitive and repetitive motion but to everyone else it's deeply impressive as the mechanical horses move as the other automatons the smaller uh the, the, the actual human-sized ones are, uh, you know, carrying flags, twisting poles, and throwing them up. I want you to make a perception check. Okay. When out passive is 13. Because that is an 8. Uh, I vote to add the active to the passive. In my opinion, we would like that to break the game. Does not sound good. But do we? Do you have any specialties in? No, no, no. What he rolled? Uh, specialty perception, listening, but um. Oh no! Listening is not going to apply here. Yeah. As the parade uh, continue, as the parade continues. Um, and you see Luann just kind of like looking over uh, the bots as they pass. You see that she just kind of like, her eyes kind of blink at something. She just goes, did you see that? And you see her eyes were like looking upwards towards the roofs of some of the building. Hey, you want to explain? Um, she just blinks again. She just goes, I just... Saw someone running up there. People should really be careful. The robots trying to be free. Um, you can make another perception check for me if you want. That is a ten. Oh my god! I have zero wisdom. Do you have so. any inspiration? I would have not one. So. I have no inspiration. Oh god. Looking around up to where um Uen was looking at as the blaring song of the uh of the parades completely envelops you. You do see it. A red a fleeting uh red clo- uh, cloak. A blur moving on the roof and it just it got uh it's gone like that. It seems to be, it seems to be making its way the way it's street, going up towards like the upper parts of the district, where where everyone important is located. Lad, something isn't right. Um, maybe it's just. Someone just wanted to get a better view. Um, I don't trust it. Let me take a look. We should. All right, look it up the quick. Here, she she hands she puts a hand out to you. She remembers first. She just goes, I- I'm going to cast a spell on you. Is that okay? 
Hi. She places a hand on you. She, and she's be, she's being really considerate of you because she knows. She goes, all right, one, two, three. She casts fly on you. I thought it was going to be guidance. <laughs> Lana, I swear to God, if you let go, I am going to kill you for it. Uh, just, I wouldn't dream of letting go. I don't want to be killed, first of all. And to <laughs> let a, I'm afraid of heights. This girl. <laughs> As you... Get, as you get towards a uh, get to a secluded place, you fly upwards onto the uh, onto these uh, almost like Venice style like roofs, like their sh- their shingles, um, and you can you can walk you can walk into they're brightly colored, um, and as you as you blink about, you look um, and you see it barely barely a figure in your in your vision. It's strange because you're looking right at him, but he's kind of like shimmering in its form, standing at the very edge of the building, completely out of view of everyone else. You see a billowing red cloak and um, what appears to be wispy white hair, and you're looking at the back of their head. What's the, what's the plan, Belmar? Stay behind me. Okay. She has her book at the side. And Belmar will just very quietly unhook his pickaxe, taking it into his hand. before yelling to the robed figure what are you doing you ain't supposed to be up here right now the head doesn't immediately turn um it it's almost as if it like ignores you for a moment. And then, um, if you just stand there, it just goes, why? Why is there a universe? It just goes on forever. Oh no, not the existential. Yours. My friend, it should not be me that you're worried about at this moment. Your bones. They're heavy. Is it marrow? <laughs> As this pasty white man with completely black dark eyes turns to you his body completely uh just bone the skin that has shrunken in to hug his ribs i see your past dalma it weighs so heavy on you luan 
Get to the Archmage now. You will not make it in time for what happens. Says, a tragedy. Says, of all's own making. Dalmar. You see Luann just immediately, like, taking instructions and, like, heading down. Says, Dalmar. Says, with that weapon in your hand you must save the others from the folly they have all created who are you? I am Marrow and I see the weight in you just It begins now. What? What is beginning? A sudden, like, a sudden, like, field of, like, force kind of, like, washes over as this shockwave emits from the arcane ambit. Um, no one's pushed, but you feel this tangible, like, um, something like overcome the area for a second as you hear um, like sh noises of shock from the crowd the sky unravels for a moment as you look up you look down for a moment and you see Mero's gone as you see this the sky as if it cycles through the day fast um there is confusion as you see like the people pointing towards the sky you see the automatons suddenly kind of like seize up um and uh you see the moon slowly fast actually as at this moment the fastest you ever seen the moon move takes its seat in the sky Red moon! A shimmering force as the moon slowly shimmers and turns red. I called it! Um, as the sounds of confusion uh, below you only grow, you see a um, the guards beneath this goes, all right, everyone, remain calm. Uh, remain calm. Is this a part of the show? Says, does everyone remain calm? Says, oh, no. You see what the others goes, says, the automata, says, the automata's not moving anymore. Um, and as that happens, you see the uh, parade bot just goes, turns its head up. This cannot continue. Um, and it turns towards a portion of the crowd and lifts up the flag that it was holding. And you see it. 
as it looks down at this um at this crowd of people who look up at it the um the eyes the eyes glow this uh the blue colors that always glow it goes she just goes be happy As it slams, as it slams downwards, um, thankfully um, it misses, but it causes a it causes a strike into the ground that that sends people like flying away as people begin to uh, f- uh, as people begin to uh, run about. Um, chaos beneath you. Uh, and uh, as you see, uh, as you see all of this uh, happening, what are you doing? There is a brief moment of hesitation as once again he is seeing magic run rampant. Oh no. Before he kicks into action and immediately goes down to the crowd to try and help them get away. As you're as you're beginning to head down to the crowd, you hear a roar in the distance. Uh, this guttural roar, um, as you see, uh, as you see, leaping from building to building, one of those watchmen. Um, you see one of the you see one of the watchmen holding like holding a person, like King Kong style, oh, at the top of a tower, no. and just looks, and just just you see the person like squirming, this this like guard. And just drops the, it just drops the guard from the height of the tower, <gasps> and sees you, and just goes, suspicious activity detected. Um, and it clutches the tower, as you prepare your pickaxe, it leaps from the tower, directly, landing directly trying to land on top of you. And that's where we cut. But no. <laughs> no. Join us after the break. No. As we ah. go a week and a half into the future. To what about join Charlie? The robot show. What hmm? about Charlie? Is Charlie the same? Charlie's himself? You support the robots, though. Yeah. <laughs> no. They They're have sentience. No. They have a, they have sentience. No. Not in a good way. Those kids were, like, drawing on them, and that I lady know, it's was attacking. a Yeah, valid. I don't think Charlie would, though. <laughs> well, Charlie's not a watchman, so... No, but Charlie can help. Charlie's going to bowling ball into someone. <laughs> Knock him prone. <laughs> no, no, Charlie's going to be the only one that's present. He's going to be like, wait, I have my own thoughts. And that's, that's a not sound you. theory, Emma. <laughs> Too bad he must never leave this room. <laughs> All right, everyone. We're going on break. See you afterwards. And we're back. Hello, everyone. I hope you had a nice break. <clears throat> we did. Yeah. We didn't. No, we processed oh. feelings. 
I didn't call me out like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, intro. Yay, Dalmar. Woo. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Marrow. Uh, uh, dick. It, I heard it was Wild magic. Again. He's such a dick. The last time I came around was Halloween, so like it's it's coming up. So I was but, literally like, I was like, watch him fucking come back around Halloween. Oh, uh -huh. this bitch. Let's go, baby. Once, at least this is once a year. We won't see him again until <laughs> until next year. <laughs> until Mara, next year. Mara's only a Halloween promotional character. Mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> if we don't play for the rest of October, he'll just leave. He'll just leave. Limited time full. <laughs> That's how we beat. <laughs> That's how we beat. That's how we beat him. <laughs> How we win. Uh, all right. We folks ready? Let's roll, baby. Let's go. Robot revolution. The rest. <clears throat> we cut to a part of the forest. Um. The. The gra uh, 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 a gentle wind bellows. We hear the sound of dragging in the distance. And you hear child. 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 In the distance under the red sky, an automaton, a human-sized one, a caretaker oh, uh, no. for a, a caretaker for children, outside of the city walls, and we see the automaton dragging with one hand a dead cow going towards uh, marching towards the city child child it repeats to itself with no one to hear it but we're not there right now we're going to go to where our intrepid duo are. Travis and Carl, the duo. <laughs> the the original intrepid duo. The original, the OG. The bag. <laughs> um, we see uh, uh under clear morning skies. Um, just Jean Claude and Cecilia. Um, the week so far has been uneventful, but maybe for you that's a good thing. Maybe the most eventful thing was maybe scaring off a wolf here, a, a wolf here and there. Uh, somebody, somebody needed help with a, someone needed help with a basilisk, but it turns out, oh, it was just a mangy, it was just a, it was just a mangy dog. John claude um, thinks they were all druids. <laughs> I probably updated John claude about what Delmira told me about, like, how they had to go into like what like an, an underwater lair or something yeah an underwater and, dungeon and all this stuff he's very confused about how they would do that 
um the week has been um apart from you guys is thinking but the journey has been fun um many chats were had many many beautiful many beautiful places were come across gentle babbling brooks you've been following the river for a good a good few days now um, making good progress on the Lanai on the Lanaya road maybe stories are shared sights are sights are sights are both passed in but um this is the adventure you guys really needed not what happened was the first day um <laughs> this is what we thought it would be no scarecrow no fae no horror no, no drowning fae. it's just been a very for the past week it's been a very pleasant road trip you had to st- you had to stop in that one place where you st- where you st- where you uh stayed at that shared campsite where you um cecilia received a new enchanted item a box that you can track wherever it is in the world once yeah. once a day for 10 minutes and then after that you have to use a spell slot does it have uh, a range uh unlimited nice. wow wow so you can always tell where the box is Heck yeah if it um if it's on the same plane of existence oh, yeah so when no. it's in the bag of holding it's like can't tell mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm invisible um Jean-Claude, you piloting the the, the vehicle um, with your, the two horses in front, you see that um, the town of Rexen is coming up, a town with a lot of curiosity surrounding it. Um, apparently, there is an uprising, consider it uh, with some automatons. That's a little exciting to see. Um, and from um, from what you heard, the town what the town was locked down, but nothing too major. I don't know if anyone died. Um, it didn't. It sounded something of interest, but maybe not something of great concern. Did Atheus remember? Atheus has been quiet. Huh. Um. I hope they have towels. I dropped mine in mud last night while I was trying to clean up and you know if it's a wizard city maybe they have wizard towels. Really? Wizard really? towels? Oh no, oh but they have the but... No 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 no. You're right, I heard of them. They're like self heating towers. You know? Like you step out of the back. Eating? What? No, I'm snacking as I talk. Self heating heating Oh Heat warm. Cecilia, well, if they have those, we have to get them. <laughs> Jimmy writes it down. Fucking. They're both matching each other, just shaking their heads. You know, it. Uh, I know it is helpful for you know, back pains. You know, um, for some menstrual cramps, right? It's like a little heating pad of sorts in the towel form. Yeah, we should get some extra for your back then. <laughs> I twitch slightly. Ah, yes, uh, you know. Oh, you know from, ever... from the driving and leaning over, you know. Right, of course, of course, <laughs> of course. And you know, of all of my aerobics, I do clearly. This armor, oh. this is a heavy duty to bear. 
Yeah. <laughs> Painful. Painful. <laughs> Painful. Um as the uh as the journey uh, continues on um and the conversation is light um you um Cecilia you feel a light a, a, a light murmur a, a shaking in the bag and that's what typically have that Aphius can be pretty uh <laughs> like that as he's um He's just, he's just here. Oh, Atheus. She pulls him out. <sighs> Finally, fresh air. We're almost there. Almost where? Uh, to the place you wanted to go with the killer robots. And when you put it like that, it doesn't sound that much attractive anymore. <laughs> that clock goes, ah, that doesn't sound like a... Mm, never mind. In the Archmage... Ah, right. That son of a bitch. Because when I get there, you have no idea what I'm going to do. But don't you... You don't remember him, right? Like, you don't remember any details I about don't. Him. I just feel anger. Sadness? Oh, so you, he did anger. Some... Sadness? Did you say sadness? Does, Does he make me sad? Whatever happens, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. If it turns out that he was like really bad to you, I'll hold him. I'll hold you close enough to bite him. Yes, says yes, minion. Yes, this is why I pay you the big bucks. But only if he deserves it. How how much do you pay him? <laughs> right. Says with my attention. Oh! <laughs> after, you, after you do this, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll probably give you a nod. I, I see. It's, is this kind of like this business is a family kind of deal? She nods him a bit. <laughs> oh boy! Oh yeah! Wait, you don't. Oh boy! Wait, you didn't get that yet. Rescind my nod. Rescind. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Well, nothing more than just shake him repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my, it's one of, the, it's one of those those cot shells. You have to shake it to get your fortune. <laughs> well, oh. killer robots or not, we will find this archmage and uh, hopefully find out what is going on with the. Oh, uh, they're not robots, though. Remember, they are automatons. Oh yeah, and they have emotions. What the hell? What's the difference? Well, I guess that's the difference. Is they have emotions. Yeah, what does that do? And they know when they're being used. Ah, that's not good then. That's ineffective. They're like self-aware. This is going to be a problem as I am not really good on ethics. You know, not my strong suit. So I will be the master Cecilia. You point me where to go. I've read a bit about ethics. Like, you know, like, is it... What are these words you guys are making up? Is ever justified? And then, like, what? there's, like, this just war theory. And then there's, like, pacifism. I just, I read, I read a book once about it. Jean-Claude's negative intelligence could not follow any of that. 
Like, under what... Mm -hmm. What rules should you have to follow to decide if right. it's ethical to right. start a war? Exactly. I don't really get it either. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, let me ask you both a question. Okay. <laughs> and an out of control wagon <laughs> is barreling down the street <laughs> and there's two ways <laughs> one person is tied down on one side and multiple people are tied down on the other this is what you get for giving him ideas at the beginning of stream <laughs> he started off as a philosophy class <laughs> uh it is like if you let if you let the if you let the horses go, it's going to run over all the people. But if you turn it, it'll run over just one person instead. Wait, why can't what? I turn it a little bit more? Shush, 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 shush. Hold on, hold on. No, just stop the horses. No. What? Why do you mean no? They can't be stopped. The, what the fuck is this ethics class? It sounds stupid and useless. I listen here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Atheist, what would you do? I would back up the horses and run over the guy. Because <laughs> who gets himself stuck? Who gets himself stuck in a situation like that? Honestly. I'm um, still confused about the entire situation. The, the one guy tied down is probably all. the archmage. What? I would run him oh. over twice. What? <laughs> Even though I don't know why I'm so mad. What is the point of this question? I don't know how to answer it. <laughs> no, no, I'm just trying to understand. Like, but... It kind right. of makes me think of the question, like, there's two burning buildings. And there's like one person who you really love in one building, and then five people you've never met in the other, but you can only put out one of the fires. Why? Like, well, you'd have two fires, one bucket of water. I don't understand. It'd probably take more than one bucket of water, but yeah. Is ethics just hypotheticals? I have one more question. Kinda. <laughs> That seems and, exhausting, and I'm really glad I didn't go to college. And this is somewhat related to my feelings, so I'm not sure why. <laughs> a girl asks... A girl asks a boy out. The boy says no. Uh-huh. What the fuck is up with that? <laughs> he has every right to say no. I'm a nice person. Oh my god! <laughs> this is about... Priscilla? I'm not sure. Wasn't she your wife, though? So she did say yes. Oh, so in that scenario, Priscilla would have asked you out and you said no. I don't know what happened to Priscilla. But I feel like this Archimedes is going to give me the answers. Wait, oh. do you all feel that? What's that? Jean-Claude goes, love triangle. Feel what? Something in the air. And you all feel it, sh a slight shimmer in the air around you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, everyone. What is going on here? Um, And he's got his um, uh, detect good and evil up. 
<clears throat> you don't you don't feel any good or evil. Um, but oh, sorry, he doesn't have that. Just kidding. <laughs> Define sense. You don't feel you don't feel <laughs> it because you didn't cast it. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Define sensing is what I meant. <laughs> As your divine says, I'm actually going to look up some sh- fucking shit. Um, I can read it if you'd like. Twelve demons. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm dead, probably. <laughs> so as you, um, as the both of you oh, uh, are looking around, does the wagon stop? I, I mean, probably we. Sh- I don't know if we. Sh- sh- mm, what do you think? No. We probably did to talk, and if you're focusing yeah. on your divine sense when you were driving, you I know. I think we would have stopped because he would because Avis would have been like, "Hey, do you see that?" And it's like, "Whoa, let's see what that is." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we would have stopped. The wagon comes to a stop. She goes, "The air, it's heavy. It's familiar." How so? Why is that, Priscilla? Priscilla, where are you? Um, the air around you begins to shimmer and shift more. But nothing happens. I don't divine sense anything. You don't, you don't sense anything. Um, but, uh, (laughs) Cecilia, you feel a, um, from your bag, this anticipation? She takes the box with the moon shards um and you feel the box like shaking um um the moon um <laughs> what, what, what are you saying, Cecilia? What are these words? What are these words are you making? What is going on? The moon shards are like shaking. What? And he's gonna reach out a hand and pre- uh, touch Cecilia and cast protection from evil and good on her. Mm-hmm. And go, and go. What the fuck do you want? As he turns around and shouts to the forest. I thought you were doing that to the moon shards for a second, and I was like, "No, fuck the moon shards!" As you shout, the out, hates the moon shards. As you shout out to the forest, Dalmar. Um, <laughs> the a red sky has hung heavy. Not good for the for the week and a half. You have been joining in the efforts to save to extract people from the town, but the for the resources are growing thinner and you haven't found um you haven't found arxen you have saved you and the combined forces of the local guards of the uh um of the inter- of interim captain lee a earth Janassi, um who has been putting the two of you have been putting in great strides of helping civilians get out of this town but sadly um your calls of help to other surrounding towns have been met with silence wow it seems like people are more are more concerned with what's going on at the uh at the border right now at your home with the level of dynasty so no forces are able to come here 
That's sucked. You receive a report, um, a, a, an eyewitness report from Luann, who also has been going in and out and, tr- and attempting to help the people of the town, that a automaton was spotted outside of the walls. She wasn't sure what, she didn't confront it, but it's very unusual to see them outside of the wall. And it's a concern. You don't want them out there. Um, as you hold your pickaxe in hand, uh, stalking through the perimeter of the forest, you hear um, something in the distance flapping, f- f- like wings, but heavy. And then you hear, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> from, uh, from outside of the forest perimeter. <laughs> oh, it's John oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um <laughs> What the fuck do you want? And that's when two flying figures, uh, humanoid-sized flying figures with wing, with large like bat-like wings, fly overhead, over you, towards that very sound. Come on now, and he will start running as fast as he can. As you run. Jean-Claude. Mm-hmm. I have something. Are you ready for this? <laughs> yeah, I, have no. the atten- I have the attentive feet, so I can only be surprised if I'm unconscious and the creature attacking does not gain advantage from being hidden from me or unseen by me. Well, they're not... Um, you'll see in a bit. Um, <laughs> Fuck. As, as you yell to the forest... You're almost answered as bursting through the treetops. You see, you see, darting directly, to, directly towards the both of you, two, uh, two bat-like uh, figures with large uh, wings and these claws, horrid, horrid-looking like uh, red eyes, just and they screech. Um, they screech as they, um, as they dart right towards you. Looking right at Cecilia. Cecilia. Uh, I, I have atheists in one hand and the moonshots in the other. <laughs> this, Get it, minion! Um, Are these um, aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiends, or undead? Elementals. Then they have disadvantage on Cecilia. And are unable um, to charm, charm, frighten, or possess her. Cecilia? You know what these are. You've heard about them before. Oh. These are gargoyles. Oh, yo! No, 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 these are the... I don't know this in character, but these are the guys who killed the dude who had the moon shards before me, I'm pretty sure. Tim oh, East boy. Okay. They were killed by gargoyles. Um, as you as you see these two very obviously dangerous figures coming towards you, I need you all to roll... In, I, need, I need you both to roll initiative. Oh, okay. baby. I got plus five to initiative. And you get advantage. Not, not, not you yet, uh, Damar. You are running. And I have advantage? Yeah, you have advantage. 
Avantage, avantage, avantage. I rolled a six. I think my mod is minus one, so five. Five. Man, I rolled 15. eight to a. I rolled eight plus seven, which is fifteen, and four plus seven, which is eleven. So at advantage with a plus seven to my initiative, that's gonna be a fucking fifteen. Uh, Dalmar, go ahead, roll me initiative. Okay. Aye, aye. It's, there's an ability I forgot I had when we converted to A5E Tomebrew, where now since he has advantage because of my blessing, and so but I he can choose to go on my initiative if he wants, or I can choose to go on his initiative if mm. we want. So I, we, I will match your initiative, I think, because I think we want to go early as possible. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. What did you roll again, uh, Damar? Ten. Ten. All right. So all of a sudden, clearing out this bush, you see these two horrid, like, fi gray figures just to dart out of the woods, screeching at, uh, screeching at the both of you. Um, so uh, you you see that as they begin to descend upon you, claws first. They're right in front. They're right in front of the both of you. Uh, Jean Claude, uh, you're up first. Oh yeah, baby, we gonna swing that hammer. Um, can I get a plus one to this swing? Does a fifteen hit? A 15 hits. It just hits. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. We're going to have to take him down quick then. Um, then I will roll that damage. 14 slashing. Oh. And I am going to smite. 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 Which, one second. Still learning how to do things. My smite. It's a, uh, it's a 2d8 now. 2d8? Yeah. Great. 2d8. That's right. 2d8 and extra power. Whether you do, you could choose to do the following. Um, repelling smite. Yeah, I'll do repelling smite with it. So let me roll my 2d8 and then I'll add on the repelling smite to it for All my right. empowered smite. So 2d8 first, 12, Radiant. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, heralds are uh, crazy. We're nuts. Um, and, and then, um, so you have to make a strength saving throw. You are contesting against my spell save. 16. You pass. For now. Uh, you choose one of the following effects. Yep, repelling. Okay, on a successful save, the target is knocked back only five feet and is not knocked prone. So you only get pushed five feet. Okay. You immediately, like, as you see it coming in, you just, like, prepare your hammer like a bat. And you just... Um, just a batter up swing and you see you see the gargoyle, like, go out of control for a second as it just flies back. It just flies backwards. Um, it takes notice of you now. And uh, do I have a bonus action? You have an extra attack that you can use to hit, oh, hit the other attack. one. Oh my god. Why do I? Why did I not realize I have two attacks? Okay, yep. I'd like to do my second attack. Absolutely. Pearls. Um, so plus one. No! It's a miss. I rolled a nine. Plus one is ten. That's not high enough at all. Swinging towards the other uh, one, the other one backs away, seeing its friend get hurt. Just waving its wing in the air, just screeching at you. 
It knows I'm coming for it. Uh, and a smite doesn't count as a bonus action, right? It isn't. Great. So the one that I missed, I'm going to Imposing Glare, which is a combat maneuver. This is a uh, uh, Tempered Iron bonus action. Um, I choose one hostile creature I see within 30 feet. If it can see me, it makes a Charisma saving throw or is frightened of me until the end of the next turn. All right, Charisma saving throw. Everyone, give me your energy. It has a negative two. Let's no. go. Let's 12. Yay! It fails. As this, um, this eight-foot-tall furbolg, imposing furbolg, just glares down one of the gargos. The gargoyle just kind of like... Um, it just, just you see, just like, its eyes like kind of like grow smaller as it just kind of like l- looks at you and focus, Jean Claude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and he just goes, "Shoo!" The gargoyle. <laughs> Is that it? That's it for my turn. All right, Cecilia, you're up. Okay. Um, I think, um, it's the surprise she throws Atheus. <laughs> you throw it Wait, as them? a weapon? Um, I, I like if I'm being reasonable, I'd probably just say like you know drops him. But I think if they're like zooming towards her, she's you know she's got one thing in each hand. She's got oh. shards and Napius, and she's gonna throw the thing that's more like ball shaped, probably. At- <laughs> oh no! I would say that this is a bonus action panic. Make a uh, miss. I have. I have proficiency with improvised potions from my HIV Roll a d20 plus six, uh, then. Oh, that is improvised. I will not do what he has not Holy shit! Oh my god. That's what you get for rolling off the fucking roll 20! Get it, minion! What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe, like, maybe you like, oh, like, okay, time for a guiding bolt. Ugh! <laughs> Can he go like teeth first? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> um, and as he just he he latches onto the head of one of the gargoyles and the gar- and just it's biting down. Um, and him, and you see the gargoyles like Jimmy like just scratching at Atheus, um, going deep, and you realize oh shit you threw Atheus. <laughs> Dealing uh, five, po- five, five points, five points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> That's your bonus action. Um, as an action, um, I'll guiding bolt the same one okay. at first level. Okay. <laughs> this is. Um, what, what a start. Everything I, I want and more. I rolled a 16 plus whatever my mod is. That hits. How much damage does a guiding bolt do again? Because I have Four no reference. I should have got my player's handbook. Okay, one. Um, two. I'll just roll twice, even though I have plenty of dice here. We're doing old school, baby! Eight plus... Um, eight plus six. Math. 14. Okay. Yeah. That one. 
Um, you see this luminescent glow begin to fall over the gargoyle as you strike it. Um, and you, you, you see it, it doesn't even attempt to dodge because Atheus is like, fucking bitch, fucking. This, I'm part of this shit too. Um, uh, and I would say by this point, Dalmar, as you make your way to the edge of the forest, you see these two gargoyles contending with this large, eight foot tall ogre. Uh, not ogre, uh, uh <gasps> Furbolg. Um, How dare you! Shrek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am the king out of my um, And you see one of the gargoyles has a skull biting on top of its head right now. Um, and a, <laughs> you see a, a young woman uh, at the very end of a guiding bolt and the red sky hanging overhead. Jean-Claude Cecilia. babes. Jean-Claude Jean Cecilia, you don't see a red sky, though. Just just, just FYI. Oh, we don't? You don't see it yet, no. That would have been immediately noticeable. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's Why fun. Was it like when we, went, when we met, when we got, like, the moon, the moon place, and only we could see it? Yeah. What in the Castlevania? <laughs> <laughs> um, the gargoyle, who had... Um, the, not the one with the skull on top of its head, um, but still hurt, um, is going to reconfigure uh, itself. It's going to use a bonus action for um, to use it to, uh, to use a uh, glare uh, right back. Uh, oh, fuck you, you little shit! Right at you, Jean Claude. Make a wisdom saving throw. I hate you. <laughs> it becomes fair game when we do it. Yeah, I know. I'm going to glare right back at you. Wisdom saving throw. Is it 11 sixers? I'm sorry, that's one beneath. <laughs> you, you feel this, um, you feel this creeping feeling begin to crawl over your chest. Um, almost as if, like, stone is overtaking you. No, 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 you are, no, you are, you are paralyzed. At the moment. <gasps> bad, 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 bad. Auto crits on you. Um, that gargoyle is going to descend on you. It's going to make two attacks. I'm uh, glad you gave me the thing. I'm glad you gave me the thing, Jenny. Mm -hmm. The game started. Uh, hold on. It with advantage. Yeah. But if they miss, they don't crit. 14. Nope. You have good AC. I do. All right. And it's going... Um, it's going, it's going to make a second attack. Jeez, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm that one will do. Okay, good. I'm getting, I was getting flashbacks of trying to hit a paralyzed <laughs> motherfucker and I just can't. We rolled a 14 and 10, 10, knives. <laughs> you take, these are, these are tougher gargoyles. Uh, these are, these are tough ones. Um, you take 19 points of uh you take 19 points of um slashing damage when he missed he rolled a 23. oh i didn't know <laughs> okay wait low power mode what the oh no. Plugged in. oh no oh no it is plugged in i'm just losing battery life while we play okay uh that's okay i can i can plug it into an actual outlet and that'll probably help if i need to um, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just thinking to you, Ducky Catcher, I'll clutter real Keep quick. Going. Um, and it's going to use its third attack. Uh, it's going to use its third attack to bite you. You said 19, right? Okay. Let's see, 19 third points. Attack. 
Okay, 19 to hit. 19 does hit. AC's not, 18. I, it's already not a crit, so I won't bother rolling the second one. And then you take an additional uh, 22 points of uh, piercing damage as it as it sinks its teeth directly into you. What the fuck? These better be healable because the other guy was unhealable. Anyways, uh, oh boy. Um, as as Jean Claude, you're getting you you just feel this thing coming over you, and you you um you feel this paralyzation, and all of a sudden, this one girl begins to tear you up. Um, Dalmar, you see the scene before you, and you see um a foreboding trouble. You are uh, twenty feet away. Good. You're already approaching during the combat. So, Dalmar will see the gargoyle on top of the furbolg who was yelling at it earlier. <laughs> and using one of the charges of his Ring of the Ram, will attempt to push the gargoyle off of him. All right, make the attack roll. Push it, baby. That is a 20. Hits, yeah. certainly. Let go. Okay. So 2d10. 15 force damage, and it's pushed five feet away from Jean-Claude. Nice. So Jean-Claude, as you're getting as you're getting torn up, as it, as it ah. raises its claws up to to rake down on you again, and Cecilia, as you're watching this happen, and you're just trying to figure out what to do, you're, you're figuring out your next plan of uh, action, all of a sudden, this spec, this large spectral ram takes form beneath, uh, like like uh, t to your guys' side, and zooms incredibly fast, like charging through the air and just, just ramming right into the gargoyle on top of Jean Claude, and you see the you see the gargoyle just f um, fly off um, to the side, uh, screeching. How's the it looking? Uh, it's pretty hurt. Um, not that yeah. good. I still have a bonus action, and I will use Gaze of Conviction to force it on me. Ooh. All right, what is what it? It is, is now the... forced to attack me. It's like is there a it's just a... No. It's Ooh. combat maneuver. Oh, combat force maneuver! Force a creature to attack you. Bonus action. Combat Go maneuver. maneuvers, baby! It looks at you. Stay out of this! It talks! That is the problem! It talks. <laughs> they talk now. <laughs> God. No way. I'm fucking done. I'm sorry. <laughs> um Yeah, but it does it does hiss at you. It says, stay out of this dwarf. Um Is that is that then your turn? Yep. Okay. The second gargoyle, um, who's fearful of Jean-Claude right now, is going to make its way around. It's focused. It's focused on something. Um, Cecilia, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. You have to beat a 12. Do I have advantage? You do have it. Uh, yeah, you do have advantage, actually. Because... Oh, wait. But that's a concentration spell. 
Don't I? Do I have to roll to keep it up? I can roll to keep it up, right? That's right. Okay, yeah. Give me two concentration checks. The constitution oh, saving just, throws. Okay, just con saving. Okay. Yes. I'm always fair to my own detriment. Uh, dirty like twenty. Dirty twenty. On the first con save. Fifteen on the second con save. Yep. Okay, you save. Okay. So roll with advantage. Okay, I'm gonna roll both my dice. When it comes oh to God. Cecilia, my rolls be high. I rolled a nine plus whatever. It's probably enough with my probably modifier. enough. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You're being a twelve. Um, okay. You have you have a base four modifier on okay. your wisdom, right? Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, and then I'm proficient probably from cleric, and then I have plus one from hope of protection. Um. So, uh, the 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 um the paralyzation doesn't actually settle over you just like like Jean Claude, but you see that the, the gargoyle comes in towards you anyways. Um, we're make, we're gonna make a contested check. Give me um, either an athletics or a sleight of hand. Does it have disadvantage because it has disadvantage on attacks against me, or will this yes. count? Hold hold on. This Let isn't me read an it attack rule. I would say this isn't them. Yeah, it's not an attack roll. But it's I think she. One second. Yeah, 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 yeah. To the spell I, I go. I rolled a sixteen. I don't know. It's probably uh, not sleight of hand. So probably. Oh, tar oh sorry. Target is being unable to get charmed, frightened, or possessed. Um, it's none of that. Damn it. Because I'm explaining a little bit. Um, you see, he swoops. You see, as uh, you're holding the moon shards in his, in his box, it attempts to swoop down and grab it with its feet. Um, but you are you manage to like with your with your athletics like manage to wrest it out of its hold. Um, as it looks down at you, it goes hand it over. No. <laughs> All right, that's a compelling argument. <laughs> I don't like that they talk. Wow. Um. Gosh, I, I, I'll, get, I'll get it right now. It's the freaking Gargoyles theme for that cartoon show. I miss it. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say that was a good show. But yeah, you're holding on to the, you're I holding on to nice it ones. as the, the gargoyle is in front of you, just like, just threatening you, looking down, just murder in its eyes. Uh, all right, Jean Claude, um, you got to give me a wisdom save. I want to be free. I want to be free. I want to be free. Oh. I rolled a natural one. Do you have inspiration? <laughs> I don't think I do. Didn't we, some, didn't we get some recently? Didn't we just get inspiration? Uh, yeah, you got, you got inspiration from the last session. Did I? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to roll it again. I'm going to roll it again. How does a 10 do me? <laughs> oh, glad, no. I'm glad we got another player. It takes the sting of this off, but it still sucks for the player that's paralyzed and not rolling well. <laughs> yeah, you're still paralyzed. I'm so sorry. He's he's screaming in his head. Oh, I can't lay on hands myself. You, you're completely... No, I can't do anything. Um, but I, um, what I can do is keep up my spell concentration for Cecilia. Oh, uh, these this super sucks because this is a home. This is, a, this is these are special gargoyles. 
Yeah. Yep, it's okay, though. John claude looks okay. Regular gargoyles ain't enough, huh? <laughs> you said that was such a like an uncle, like disappointed uncle way to put it. Isn't that what I just am? Yeah. For this whole stream. Right here. Yeah, you had to make it harder for no reason, huh? Uh-huh. Uh Cecilia, it's your turn. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry, Emma. I'm so sorry. This sucks. It's okay. I'm okay. No, I'm okay. I have my ring of stabilization, which clearly Jenny made the right call in giving to me. <laughs> I'm gonna bonus action healing word Jean-Claude at second level. You feel gratitude. <laughs> it's unable to be expressed. You don't... Jean-Claude... Doesn't work. You don't feel anything. I knew out of character it might not, but it what really didn't does that mean? No healing. What do you mean, no healing? This is very familiar to her from the beginning. But she has her action, and we're allowed to take other leveled spells yeah. now as an action because of Baldur's Gate, right? Oh, wait, <laughs> wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Do I get to do anything on my turn? I'm so sorry, you're paralyzed. Wait, wait, but even, but, but hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Court's in session. Um, could this technically be a poison? <laughs> this is not a poison, I'm so sorry. This is not a poison. A poison of the mind. No. <laughs> I would look in my spells right now, um, but do I have remove curse prepared? Uh, I can pull it. Do you want me to pull it up, or do you want to do it, Tim? Yeah, I'll look. I'll look real quick. Cause I'm really good with poison. <laughs> poison of the mind. I. John <laughs> uh, Claude has poison stuff. That's it. He doesn't do like you know. Uh, that's, that's it. What spell did you ask for? Um, Remove curse. It's not prepared. Because I think I unprepped all my combat stuff while we were traveling. Well, maybe not. Um, and I don't have lesser restoration. You do have lesser restoration. The lesser restoration cure paralysis. I would look on my own, but I have nothing it, right it, now. It is. It ends a disease or a condition. And that condition could be paralyzed. Yes, the condition can be blinded, deaf, and paralyzed, or poisoned. That's what I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration. Fuck yeah. All right. Don't worry about the poison. I've got it. Jean-Claude. Uh, just, so, just so we remember, too, the, the, the one that attacked me just now, we still have advantage on that attack against him. Just Fuck so I ever kill him. him. All right. Murder him! Um, as a free action, I'll say, do you want to put the moon shards away in the bag? Um, <laughs> I was considering it. Um, Up to you. I was considering I, it. I it think she's like really holding up the should. moon tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Safer in your clutch. I don't but she really should. I, think, I should. have a feeling. She should, but I'm kind of more worried that they'll, like, they'll grab the whole bag. But the DM said so. <laughs> so that means it's a good idea to put them in there. It's up to you, ultimately. Well, I had considered it, but I'd already decided that she wasn't going to do it, so... Mm -hmm. 
Keep yeah, going, you, you're clutching onto them, the security. Um, yeah. Do you okay. feel safer that way? All right. So that's it. Any good turn? Yeah. All right. The guard goes going to roll to see uh, if it can charge. It's paralyzed. Five or, uh, five or six. It recharges. Yep. Six. Okay. <gasps> I'm sorry, um, it has six charges of paralysis? No, no, no. On a five or six, it charges its one use, uh, like a breath weapon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I was <laughs> like, oh, well, we're fucked. We're absolutely fucked. Dalmar, because, it's, because this one's focused on you, yep. make a... Um, go ahead and give me a uh, wisdom save. Uh, joy. Oh, no. That's an 11. No! One down? And I don't have Again? inspiration to use. Oh, no. We need a paladin aura thing ready. You, you really had to make oh, the Oh, wait, the paladin aura right? is up, right? Do I? I don't see. Where would that be, guys? I don't I don't see what a paladin aura is. You have aura protection or something like that? I don't. Control F aura? On your sheet, maybe? <laughs> Control Aura Boreas. Aura! I don't... I don't... Oh, I don't... Everyone give don't us a, give us a literal moment. Uh, aura of protection. It I is... I see combat maneuvers. I see divine smite. Empowered divine... I see a heraldic summon. I see divine lessons. The fuck is heraldic sermon? Hey, guys, we're still learning the system. Don't worry. Uh, I see two attack... Uh, I see lay on hands. I see divine sense. Oh, I found it. It's sixth level. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, Tim. <clears throat> question. Yes. Does being paralyzed count as being incapacitated? It's no. It's no. That's a completely separate condition. It's poison of the mind. Ah, uh, fine. <laughs> Don't gaslight girl boss me. <laughs> We're gonna get real creative today with with these spells. <laughs> um, and the gargo is gonna run up, is gonna fly up to you, leaving your range. Uh, Jean Claude. Boom! Yeah, Mac that ass. Take it. Mac that. <laughs> Kill it, please. <laughs> Trying. I die. 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 Kill it. Sixteen. Just hits. Oh, um. No. That's interesting. <laughs> big damage, oh. big damage, big damage. Big damage, no one um, is. Big damage, I, no one I, te I technically have a free smite with the hammer, right? I have three three smites? Three, yeah. three smites? Yeah, three smites. Equal to 12 your slashing, position. and I would like to add on a smite from my hammer now. Absolutely. Get fucked, you little bitch. Fucker! Because, <laughs> uh... <laughs> That was four radiant to folks wondering at home. I had a good old 12 damage at first. As you take a big slash, uh, a, a big hit at it, um, whacking it out of the air, it looks back towards you for a second before it goes, I'll come back for you, and then goes towards uh, Dalmar because it's paralyzed. I'm going to kill you. Joy. No, fuck you. Lovely. No, fuck you. Uh, with advantage because you're paralyzed. 23. Yeah, that hits. You take um, 24 points of uh, slashing damage. 
Then it'll yeah. take another yeah. attack. 24. That, uh, yep. You take 19 points of slashing damage. Uh, and then it'll bite you. It gets three attacks. That's fucking Weird. wild. 15 and nine. That's not hit. All right. Um, you're you're sturdy. It, it's literally trying to bite, bite through your heart and your, your flesh right now. But it's finding that it's tough. Um, it's like a terrible beef jerky. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. Come on, man. Fuck that, dude. I have old trapper jerky. That's twenty seven dollars, and I can't chew that shit at all. Ew. Um, <laughs> fucking, I eat beef paper. Um. Anyways, uh, <laughs> beef paper. Bro. Dalmar, give me a wisdom save. It's not gonna be good. Yeah, that's a five. Timmy, I'm, I have no wisdom. You can still roll a twelve. He's just a nice boy. Yeah, um... These two... These two... Um, um, there's only two of them. There's only two gargoyles. Um, you are, homebrewed them to make them harder. Gargoyle 2 will re- try to recharge its... Um, paralyze. No, no. Five, five, five or six. It rolled a four, so no paralyze. Yeah, get fucked. Um, but it will um, attack you, uh, Cecilia. With disadvantage. That's right. 19, mm-hmm. disadvantage, 12. Fuck 12 yeah. misses. And then a 13 already misses. Um, and then I roll the second, uh, the third bite attack. 12, so already misses. Um, Fuck you! You see that um, where it would uh, make purchase, you see that there's like, it, it's almost like blinded, like it, you, you, it finds you repulsive, um, and it, it's struggling to like trying to trying to find purchase. It almost swings at the air around you, um, just trying to find any um, anything from you, and it just kind of like backs away from you for a moment, kind of like, <sighs> um, yeah, it's repulsed by you at the moment. All right. Um, is. If he is still clinging to him. Oh yeah, that's right. Nah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, how's if he's hanging in? Just have to ask. <laughs> um, <laughs> it should use detection to pull if he's off. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Jean Claude, it's your turn. You are not paralyzed this turn. Fuck yeah. Um, and uh, it is an action for lay on hands, but a bonus action to drink a potion, right? Uh, yes, it's a bonus action. This really is like. Cecilia's like, don't. If she sees you pull out a potion or something, she's like, she's like, it's not going to work. I tried to heal you. <laughs> and he shoves it back in his pocket. Um, and he figures it's just better to use his action economy to swing. Um, so the there is the one going after the dwarf, right? Mm-hmm. And there is one currently attacking Cecilia. Yes. Um, how bad do each of them look? Celia's got some protection. The dwarf is paralyzed and getting um, getting stunted on. Right and I'll, right. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm a, gonna. What's you up? would have advantage against the one attacking me though, because of the guiding bolt. That's but right. He, but defend Dalmor Bar or either either way. Either one's a good decision in my opinion. I know. I'm just trying to think of what John Claude would do because he doesn't know this dwarf. Um, 
I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't the dwarf know. did try to help. He did try to help. Let me try to help. Fuck. And I can't split my attacks between two opponents. It has to be on one, right? You, you can, can. You can hit one and then go to hit the other. Okay. Let's see if I can hit the one that's uh, on the door first. Uh, do you want to hit Cecilia's first because that's one's closest? Oh, yeah. I'll hit Cecilia's first. Okay. And I'm advantage, you said, Jenny? Advantage from Guiding Bolt. I think. Unless I want to wave by now. I don't remember how it works. The worst advantage. 14? Ah, I'm so. That's one below. Everything's rolling one below. God feels <laughs> deep pain in his soul. This, is this what goes, it feels like? When it's oh, oh, really? He'll you go, want to start this off? Huh? He'll go, he'll go. This was terrible. Cecilia, I'll be right back. And he's going to just turn and try to swing on the other one. Well, to be fair, Atheist, with Atheist on him, it's flanking. Atheist <laughs> 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 is flanking! I'm holding the motherfucker. Get him, John. <laughs> is he flanking him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Atheus um, isn't doing anything. It will take an attack of opportunity on you when you leave. Okay. 17. I rolled one below. Okay. But your AC is 18? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All y'all's AC is 18, except for you now, Cecilia. So yeah, you gave me the cocoa protection, so now mine's higher. Oh, that's an 8. Um know what I'm gonna yeah. do. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it again. God damn it. It's <laughs> my, bo <laughs> my bonus action and closing glare on this motherfucker. Christmas save? Yes. Twelve. Get out of here. <laughs> this is Ah, you missed. <laughs> Jean Claude is just after he missed. He goes, move. All right. Um, he's mad that he's missing. Um, and I don't think Cecilia would have seen, but he's bleeding pretty heavily. Um, Cecilia, it's your turn. Okay. Um, am I able to? I don't know if I'm. If I'm. Am I able to touch Dalmar without taking an attack of opportunity? Well, the one took an attack of opportunity on... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the reactions he spent. On me. Okay, I'm gonna... Um, how many second level spell slots do I have? I'm sorry, this sucks you're so fine. bad. No, you're fine, you're fine. It's okay, we'll accommodate. It's it's a little seriously fine. Uh, gosh, but your page isn't coming up anymore. Um, there it is. No! You have, because you spent one already, you have two left. I spent two. You spent two? You have one left. Because one's a lesser restoration, right? Lesser, restor lesser yeah, restoration. Yeah, healing. Any yeah. healing ones. So you have one left. Okay. I'll use that on Dalmar. Thank okay. you. And there's nothing I can do as a bonus action, I'm pretty sure. Because I can't heal anybody. It's okay. So, um... I can jump as a bonus action. <laughs> Just Most jump. Powerful thing. Spiritual throw, weapon. Throw oh, it was not prepared. Never mind. Yeah, spiritual weapons are not prepared. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no. I love that one. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I like it in D&D. &D. I don't like it on Baldur's Gate. Yeah. Worst spell. 
hate it. Deserves to die. Anyways, that's the end of my turn. In conclusion, um, get fucked. <laughs> so you did heal me, correct? No, you are not paralyzed. You're, you're not paralyzed anymore. Oh, okay, good. Okay, Thank God. It's gonna see if we recharge. It's paralyzed. It does recharge it. Um. Him. <laughs> the same one recharged it three times. Yep. I mean, two twice because it. Yep. But three total. Um. Yep. They can't move closer to the Jean Claude. Yeah. No, we're gonna kill them. Make a wisdom saving Little throw, fuck. Cecilia. With advantage. advantage. Yes. You know, a character who could actually <laughs> succeed on this. Let me roll the other dice. Ilya, this nat 20. Okay. I rolled a 5 and a nat 20. Uh... Ilya dice came through from um, these ones. They're beautiful. Anyways. Mm -hmm. Looking down at the bag uh, of holding, uh, looking no, you're you're clutching it. Looking down at the uh, box. Two oh, oh by, by the way, as the two of you are standing at this location, you see the the area around you just shimmers heavily, and um, we'll get to that in a little bit. But Gargoyle One uh, is going to uh, is going to use all three attacks on Dalmar real quick. Oh come on. <laughs> 22 to hit? Yes. Yikes. Uh, oh, oh, gosh. 15 damage. 15? Yep. What and a killer guest. Natural one uh, for the second attack. Kill our guest! Here this on Songwoven, we kill our guest. On Songwoven, uh, uh, and a 12 to hit, so um, the rest misses, but uh, 15 points of, of uh, slashing damage in total. Yep. Um, And it's going to fly upwards. Uh, out of your out of your reach, uh, Dalmar. So you have your you got your pickaxe in hand. We're gonna take it to attack of opportunity. Yep. Commander G was like, can, no. Can I take an attack? <laughs> That's twenty three. You can, yes. What was that? Um, That's a twenty three. Twenty three hits. Yeah. For nine piercing damage. Yeah. All right, nine piercing damage. Kill I him. Rolled a 13 and I don't know the other things to roll. So plus, probably plus, plus three base. So yeah, you hit. Okay. Is your mace um, not, uh, not magical? It's not magical. Oh, roll damage. No. What's the damage? It's a D8 plus three. <laughs> what? What is damage? Oh, you don't have to roll. Okay. Um, it's a No, no, hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. Oh, um, Probably gonna be like halved or something. I rolled one. 0.5 damage. So, um, as you as you slam into it with your pickaxe, um, uh, stone um stone begins to like crumble off of it, and as you kind of like hook onto it with your pickaxe and you're trying to pull it down down more. Um, Cecilia comes in with a mace, smashing it at the uh, at its head, and it just crumbles to the ground. <gasps> dead, yeah, dead. That's one down. All right. So uh, gargoyle one's gone. Oh, so sad. Um, so sad. Ew. <laughs> so sad. I'm crying. <laughs> uh, and then you see, uh, you hear Aphius goes, I got this motherfucker. 
fuck over here. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, um, Good job, Theseus. Dal Dalmar, it's your turn. Uh, before I do it, can, does Atheus take damage? No. Okay. He is a lich. <laughs> as long as you don't aim for where Atheus is. He is a mortal. He is a mortal. Um, yeah, I'm going to use one of my charges of <laughs> what should be a javelin of lightning, but for character purposes is a pickaxe of lightning. <laughs> Gargoyle number two needs to make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Oh. And um, if you do, I'm going to be so mad. The both of you see... And you'll uh, rage. You, the both of you see this dwarf yeah, hold his pickaxe and it begins to be charged. Just imbued with a, a lightning that begins to intensify over the moment, it, more and more and more, um, until you have to stand next to him. The heat is unbearable. Um, and this is going to make I know I don't know. Tim, it takes half damage, right? On yes, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, half as much damage on successful, which is. Maybe he had disadvantage Four on the beast. Had him grab. Uh, so it takes eight points of lightning damage. You watch as he um, he just throws a pickaxe. The pickaxe picks up speed and becomes a huge streak of lightning. Um, I will say that it was um, that he was located over your wagon. Um, so I'll say some of the some of the fire does like. Uh, um, very loud, very loud thunderclap. Um, that hits, that hits the, that that hits. Um, it, they were in the vicinity of it. Um, as they get knocked out of the air. Um, the wagon isn't caught on fire because the the lightning went overhead, but some of the heat has permeated onto the wagon. You see, you see a little bit of scorch marks, but not. It's not on fire. That's fucking house. And then the pickaxe, he um, comes right back and he catches it. All right, Gargo two saw that. Um, I just remembered that I needed to go change my charger, so I'm going to do that real quick. Otherwise, I'm gonna <laughs> it's gonna die. And I think I have to unplug this lamp to do it. So. <laughs> We'll be in, in the darkness. Dark. Real, real, real quick, go. give me can can you give me one sleight of hand or athletics check? <laughs> Not sleight of hand. Oh wait, it's athletics. Little, it. little, Come on, you strong, you strong, CC. <laughs> what did he roll? No, I rolled uh, a four. <laughs> Twenty-one. Oh no, he's got the box. Runs over, dives right onto you, lifts the box up. Um, and, um, uses 10 feet of movement to fly into the air. I get it! I get Make a attack of opportunity. Kill him, I need to kill him, I need to kill him. You can get the charger now, um. <laughs> yeah, go, Jenny, go. No, no. 16. Hits. Oh, fuck, sick. Adding on smite. On D8. Twelve uh, radiant. Okay. Still up. I wish I could grab onto him. Uh, all right. Never mind. He, he is ten feet above you all at the moment, 
and he looks like he wants to book it. But Jean-Claude, it is your turn. Well, good thing that I am almost eight feet tall, and I... <laughs> Surely that's within your reach. Surely that's within my reach, because I'm going to grab this motherfucker. I'm, I'm sorry. You can't allow that? I, um... Um, it's it's not it's it's with it's out of your reach, sadly. Okay. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Ensnaring strike five e. Oh, yeah, at the top of the round. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, do it later. I forgot that this is a, a advanced five e thing. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> really put this spell down ensnaring where where is ensnaring strike did i it's, make up this spell it, entangling strike uh is that what it is oh it's a ranger spell yeah jean-claude has it it's entangling snare from his oath well maybe it changed for a5b i can't find it and is ensnaring strike a spell because i'm looking it up and i can't find it it is a spell in 5e, but it's not in the SRD, I'm pretty sure, because it's Ranger, so you have to look it up on Google. Fuckers. Okay. Because Rangers aren't SRD. They are extra. Get up, hey, mind no, that's not going to help. Yeah, I thought I could, like, grab action. it, but it can't grab it. Um. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, guys, just because this is, like, really important, I want to take my time. Yeah, of course. I can probably have a person... Per whole Vanish. person? Vanish. It's not a humanoid, though, and that's humanoid, right? Yeah, it's not a humanoid. Yeah, it needs to be humanoid. Invisibility doesn't help. Tentive spellbreaker. Spell arcane muscle. And I can't jump. <laughs> Is jumping not an option? Uh, Furbolgs can't jump. God <laughs> damn it. What? <laughs> Furbolgs can't jump? <laughs> What? Why can't we jump? Lore. <laughs> Why can't I jump? Secret lore. What secret lore is this? Cure wounds. Calculated retribution. I'll say this. You can use both your act command. bonus action. Command. Oh. oh. I'd like to use command. And he's going to shout the command drop. All right. What's the saving throw? Wisdom? I think it is a wisdom save. Nine. Fails. But he uses inspiration he got from his daughter. I'm kidding. Hey. <laughs> I was about to throw this laptop. I shit you not. It, um, it drops. The moon, um, uh, the moon, moon shards, uh, the, the box drops, um, going towards the ground, uh, Let's... Object interaction. This is gonna be this is gonna be a quick one. Give me a sleight of hand. Little. <laughs> yeah. Twenty one. Got it. <laughs> Clamps okay. in it. Yeah. Ooh, good, good turn, ooh, good turn. Ooh, ooh. Cecilia, I'm going to guiding bolt him at third level. Oh, okay. 
Oh boy. <laughs> Roll the hit. Okay. The alien dice has been the good one. No, but the my guiding bolt, my first nat 20 was with the starry one, so I'm gonna do the starry one. I can't see it. It's a nat 18. That's hey, right. And that's how many d6? I believe it's 66. I'll go ahead and check. All about the Mets, baby. The Mets. Good, good pitching. Yeah, 66. Seven. Dragmire! Oh my, why? Oh, welcome. Hello. Hi, guys. Um, 18. To catch up, the folks just tuning in, um, we had we've been having gargoyles try to steal the moon shards out of our hands. Where a dwarfish, a foreign dwarf companion has come into our midst to help Hello. us out. I rolled yes. twenty-three damage. Twenty-three. Twenty-three oh, damage. Hey, that's the exact girl. Points. Why do you really? Want to... so, yeah, Shut you the fuck to... up! Kill I this bitch! That's the one, the one damage thing for the other guy. You got both of them. Kill them! Kill <laughs> them! Okay, so yeah, she, with her third level guiding bolt, um, after it had just grabbed the moon shards and, and then Jean-Claude, she sees Jean-Claude catch them, and then she just, like, really, really frustrated just with the with the new ring, too, and everything, the spell lobber's ring, just shoots the guiding bolt out of t in, in the sky. As the guiding bolt's shoots out into the uh, into the sky and you um uh, literally a dragon ball z ball but ah! um <laughs> as the um as the form of the gargoyle begins to shimmer you see its skin begin to harden its skin cracks and like stone it just cr in the air where you hit with the guiding bolt it crumbles and the rocks fall to the ground as as you're all looking up towards the sky as uh, as Cecilia fires the guiding bolt at the gargoyle, as you as you see its form begin to crumble, for you Cecilia and Jean Claude. After that, you would you see what happens after time passes? Is that the sky that that was shimmering before? It begins to um, the form resolves, and all of a sudden the sky is overcasted with red. A deep blood oh, red Jesus. and a moon, a, a a red moon hanging overhead. This is just like the. This is really bad. Jean Claude shoves the moon shards in the bag of holding, grabs Atheus, and says, "We've got to go. We've got to get out of here." Go where? I have to see Brandrick. Okay, so he's got the skull in hand. He says, the dwarf says, go where? And he flips around and goes, oh, shit. Uh, sorry. Uh, 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 I am a former captain of the Golden Girl. This is my companion, Cecilia. This is really not a good time for us. This is really bad. We have to get moving. Are you okay? Thank you for helping us. Um... Cecilia! <laughs> you reek of magic. You have wild magic inside of you, don't you? What I have is none of your concern. I don't enjoy having it. You said Brandrick. You know him. I... Where is he? 
That's complicated. Rexon is difficult right now, and the Archmage is missing. Maybe you've been, like, sensing things and stuff. Maybe you can sense him or something, Atheist? You can. I and the rest of the town would greatly appreciate your assistance. <laughs> In that case, I'll lend the skull. Okay, guys. Point up this guy. Yes. Last time this happened, Cecilia, remember? Not good. Really bad. Uh, we got to get moving. What's the room I had with, 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 well, Sylvie? And... Yeah, like, if, the Red Moon is just not our vibe. You know what I mean? It's not good. Um, It's I, been I, like this for a week and a half. That long? It just started. It wasn't like this a bit ago. For you. Also, it's been like this for us ever since. Have you heard what's happened to Rexon? The, the, the automatons. Aye. They have taken over. They have... mutated what their orders were. And instead of protecting, are now capturing. The town is under siege. Capturing, though, but not, like, hurting anyone. Wait, wait, wait. capturing to do Some... what? They think that to protect, they need to trap and barricade. Some people... Some of the automatons did not have a protect order for people. They had a protect order for the town. We have lost. Multiple. Multiple people. Wait. Was the sky this color when the automatons turned? Aye. Right when they turned. Right when they turned. Maybe that's what they're trying to protect from. They they were acting weird long before. Something within them already is not right. Do you know how they work? To a degree. The Archmage Brandrick knows more, and he is still missing. Why is he miss? When, when, when did he go missing? He's been missing for a week and a half. Ever when since this started, he has not shown back up. Where was he seen last? At the parade, with the rest of the town. Atheus, uh, suddenly this name came to you. Anything else that you may be able to remember of this man that could help us? That's what I'm trying to figure out. 
I don't know. Do, uh, do you have a help of um, a magic, a temple to saloon, you know, or something in the city? A temple to saloon, I do not know. Do you mind my asking what was in that box you so desperately tried to protect? I have oh. a bad feeling I know what it is. Well, well what... What I felt you? that kind it's of not, magic before. We are drug dealers. Um, the, 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 um, it is drugs. Yes. <laughs> I... Do you even we have, have so many drugs. <laughs> Do you really want to make it a... Doing deception checks I, here? I will, oh, I will no, roll. No. With disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Disadvantage? Absolutely with disadvantage. <laughs> Why disadvantage? Um, you roll with advantage. Um, what? I'm mostly for purposes. Like, because why? Because I'm a healer? <laughs> so for the folks at home, I rolled a 20 Come and a 25. On. I rolled a 22 <laughs> perception and I still don't beat. The... Come on. Wait, no. wait, you, beat, no, you beat a 20. No, you beat my 20 because I rolled a 25 deception and it's at disadvantage and I rolled a 20. So you <laughs> so beat you my, 20. my 20. You used 22. But it was a really good, good roll. Hey, um, <laughs> not, not only are they not drug dealers, but these two are probably like the biggest narcs ever. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. John <laughs> is fucking groving guard patch. It's a fucking park ranger. <sighs> and Cecilia was just going like, yeah, but they're like, you know, for medicinal purposes because like, they're <laughs> a healer. And you know, actually speaking of speaking of healing, you guys are both bleeding really bad. And I wonder if maybe I can heal you now that they're dead without um, drugs. That we have. Well, no I, one, we, actually, you know what? As an addict, Cecilia, I'm fine. I just need the good, okay. good kush. You're an addict. How do you use? Well, actually, I know how you. Call one. Do you ever stop yapping? Um. You say small one or tall one? Tall one. <laughs> he just stands there silently and goes, "I am right now. Yes, sir." You're traveling um, with moon shards, aren't you? No. Wait. Okay, how what do you? What made you think that? <laughs> I felt. And seen that kind of magic before. Where? Archmage Brandrick. He has one. What? What does he use it for? I do not know why he has it. But for... probably why this is happening. (laughs) Hold on. Then I implore you, please help us. You know, then, about the moon shells, and how dangerous they are. I'm very well aware how dangerous any kind of wild magic is. As you have it yourself, apparently. Yes. Well, we were coming here to help the people anyway. Now it just seemed like our... uh, Girls are very deeply entwined in a light. I was serious about the bleeding out thing, though. Um, you both look really bad. No Jean-Claude offense. Goes, like, yeah, I'm, I'm I've in real seen bad shape. 
<laughs> at 14 I'm, hit points. I'm gonna test, before I use any of my magic, I'm gonna test that stuff that um Jeremy gave us from the swamp. It's supposed to heal. Oh god, we'll just Jeremy's like stuff. This out. 84 hit points is the highest I've seen on a player character, not on like a huge online stream or anything. I'm down to 26. That's Timmy's favorite number. <laughs> I went through one round of attacks, Tim. Yeah. And I'm down yeah. to the twenty-six. Was harsh. That the was that was me with yeah. I was at fourteen and I was like, if I take one more hit, I go bye bye. I go nine. My life with protection from evil and good. I was like, oh, that's a waste of a spell slot. We're not gonna fight anything in the next nope. ten minutes. Oh. Also, also, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my, why saying Emma's upset? She can't be a drug dealer. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've always wanted to play a drug dealer. Damn it! Damn it! I'm a such a cool backstory. I'm really surprised you haven't yet. Guard. <laughs> next character Dennis. done. Dennis. Right, your next Dennis. character was Dennis. A Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> the character is a dentist who deals in laughing gas. <laughs> Tony has definitely dealt drugs before. <laughs> Tony has absolutely dealt drugs before. Hey, Dennis doesn't hey. know what they are. Hey, hey. Dennis, smoke this. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take that. Um. Whatever the swamp cream thing I have, it gives hit points and temporary hit points. And I'm gonna try to oh, put it on drunk Smell cut. disgusting. Um sadly, um one charge <gasps> of it as you put it on, nothing happens. What the fuck? Dude. Does my lay on hands work on myself? Can I tempt can I test it with a one? You test one, nothing. John Glenn is gonna lose his shit, but he's gonna go. It's fine. I've had wills. We keep coming. We power The two of you have some kind of powerful necromantic magic on you. It's a curse. Yeah, it's stupid. All right, let's get moving. Come on. And we, we, you can't go like this. Cecilia, the sky is red. There are automatons who are angry, killing people. We have gargoyles. We have. Who knows fucking what else made with the moon child? And this man knows what the moon child is, which is wild to me. So there's a lot going on. And I think that because we move, the worse we have to worry about. I don't have anything that lets me change my prep spells, do I? Um, at the moment, no. Oh. In Baldur's Gate? I'm kidding. <laughs> Would you imagine? <laughs> Um, the, no, that's the new thing that for all the D and D games is to be like, oh, really? game, oh Jesus this. Christ! So, uh, okay. First of all, um, says uh, you hear um, Iphias goes, "A moment. What's your name?" To the dwarf. <laughs> My name is Dalmar. She looks at Iphias to see if he knows him, him too. <laughs> Just Dalmar. Lead the way. He, hey. he he's taking lead now for you two for for Jean Claude Cecilia for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Jean Claude is not happy with this, but <laughs> this is his personal his personal like paralogue thing. Yes, know? however, now the moon shards are involved, which means that Cecilia is involved. So he's going to right next have to her. Three- Hit points that can't and be. And I have hit fourteen hit points, baby. Uh, I said to them before, before the game. Back, oh, go ahead. Before I take you back to our camp, your names. 
I'm Cecilia. Jean-Claude. No need to call me Captain. We have equals here. What were I... you even the captain of? Inhales probably with his Grove and Guard badge. The Grove and Girl. The most elite. Thank you, Dragmar. <laughs> has redeemed a stretch in <laughs> oh! We'll put it in at some point, I promise. One day. Has a dream of stretch and hydrate. Stretch! I'm out of water. I need water! Oh! Uh, was a loud pop. Thanks, Dragmire. My phone. It's. The, the changing the cord thing did not help, by the way. So. Oh, if I just so we should care, hurry this up. I have 8%. It's, it's going slower. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, I, I was at no, 11. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, look. look <laughs> so, look, what look, were look. you even the captain of? Go guard! Whoa! Is that like a like a big thing or like a mm -hmm. neighborhood watch? Where, where kind I'm of from, thing? it's really big. Like Thank it's you, like a Cecilia. whole forest. Yes, it is. Other forests. I think mm -hmm. it's more than one forest. Actually. Yes. Yes, it is. She's liked. He's like in I charge of the forest. I've never heard of it. Well, not this forest, but you know, the further west. Are you from Agantia? Not quite. Then maybe that's why you haven't heard of it. Where are you from? <laughs> I'll see us mountains. You're from the yes. town of Intrepid. I, I, I fucking I'm from the Alcius Mountains on the border. But I don't think anyone in Traxon knows of the Grovengard either. They should wait. Well, maybe you just you maybe you're the one who doesn't know because I <gasps> A little impressed, but also taken aback at the sassiness of Cecilia right now. She's trying to be sassy. She just means it genuinely. Like, she knows the Grovin card was where she lives. At this point, Dalmar is absolutely just trying to make it sound like it's a neighborhood watch kind of thing. <laughs> it's it's like even less. It's like even him. less than that. Oh, it's Maul Cosmic right. Actaport. All right. Um, and Follow I'm, me. I'm Atheist. I... I, I think. I tell you now, I don't like magic. You fall into that. Yes, I was once one of the greatest liches, liches alive. All right, follow me. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> she kind of looks. I have like dealt with your kind many right? times. Oh, really? <laughs> Bossy doesn't listen. Arrogant. I thought you. Yeah. Meant, I didn't like, hear that. a single word you said. <laughs> <laughs> I really just thought you meant like decapitated heads are dead, so that makes more sense actually. I'm not even going to question that. Just follow me. <laughs> um, as you as you go back towards the wagon, um. Uh, just trotting along slowly, uh, following Dalmar. Dalmar, you keep your, um, I'll say you keep your eyes, uh, peeled out. Um, and as you, um, and as you do, as the two, as the lot of you trek your way through these newfound, darkened skies, 
Um, Dalmar, you feel it. A sense of magical energy coming from somewhere. Automaton. An automaton. Do we know it's an automaton and or we just look a person? Only, only Dalmar uh, senses oh, this okay. at the moment. Got it. Never mind. Dalmar will just raise a hand up to stop the wagon behind him and it's an automaton. It's come outside the walls. Child. Child. In the distance. Wait, we hear that? Yeah, very small. Is it looking for a child? Or it I thinks it has one. That is a problem. Right, because Cecilia told him about her dream, right? With the children under the red moon. The purple yeah, kids. I did. Uh, he's going to go... Excuse me. And he's going to charge forward to see what the automaton has. Wait, you're... you're, you're as this eight-foot-tall eight uh, oh, bull rushes in, uh, towards the uh, source, Jean-Claude, as you burst into the clearing of... You see a sight before you. A metallic man, um, one of its eyes hanging out, um, a part of its broken clawed, uh, clawed up um, by some kind of like, like some kind of wild animal, probably like with large claws, is currently kneeling next to a cow that's been it's dead. Um, you see that it has a small, uh, it has a, it has a small, uh, bucket in one hand and you see it squeezing the udder, trying to get milk out of it, oh. but nothing's coming out. And you hear, please, please. Where are the children? Stumbles behind I didn't him. You, you need to get away from that thing. Are you going to take them? No. I love them. Help? You love them? I love them too. Why don't we work together? You need help getting milk, right? I would stop if I were you. You're going to take them. I would stop. It's, it stands, um, kind of like very, st it stutters when it stands. Um, you see it's metallic head kind of like rolls around. I'm scared. I'm scared too. What are you scared of? Everything. It is really scary. Do you want help? When I turn off, can I think? No. No, 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 no. You two get back. Please answer me. 
When you turn it's okay, off. little one. It's just maintenance. No. No. I know what that means. You don't have to turn off. I said get back. Hey, what is... Okay. It's... No. What we're talking about, so... I'm... D d given that Delmar is as powerful as he is and he has told us many times to get back, I think Jean-Claude is just going to put himself in between Cecilia so that she cannot get any closer to the automaton. It feels bad for it, though, because it's <laughs> I know, she, I, I know but he's not, he's not going to let her get close to it right now. You, you hear? Please don't hurt me. I want to feed the children. They need help. Well, where are they? Make a persuasion check. I wish it was me asking! That's a I'm ten. I'm gonna offer it food. <laughs> it tilts its head at you. Are you going to take them? No. I want to help them. They need food. We have food. I can give you some. Make a persuasion check. Um, <laughs> Why can't I, have it be bunch, me? I have a bunch of things on my sheet. I don't know if any of them have to do with persuasion for being like earnest or telling the truth. To convince someone I'm telling the truth, I'm pretty sure I get an expertise. Since I'm honest. Add the, add the d4, yeah. Or the two? Plus two? Plus um, two. I rolled an 18. So, an... Total 20. Yay. It hang it hangs its head for a moment, tilting its head at you. Satisfactory. Okay. Um I'll can I put it in your bucket? Okay. Please do. Okay. She'll walk around Jean-Claude if he lets her then. And go to fill the bucket with some food stuff from there. From I'd like, her. if he oh. makes any sudden movement to Cecilia, it's done. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah. You Delmar is at the ready. You, um, as, as soon as you fill it up with food and he's looking you over, it's unsettling. Because what's seen so far has, like, s intelligence. It has fear. But, um, it's inanimate. It doesn't breathe. Um, but now it has a sort of presence to it. Um, as soon as you're done placing food, it suddenly leans forward and has a handout. Um... And it, it just grabs, it just kind of like grabs your arm, roughly, just looking at you. Are the two of you doing anything? The fact, uh, well, Jean, mm, is it a, 
Ins may I make an insight check? Is it an <laughs> aggressive attack or is it like, because it's already said that it's scared. So is it acting like a scared animal? Like, help me? Or is it like a, I'm going to kill you? Make an insight check, please. I think I have advantage. <laughs> <laughs> feeling cute. Feeling like I might have advantage on insight. I have a feeling that like I um, this role is giving oh, advantage this role is like <laughs> yeah. serving I'm, advantage i will just say dalmar is not willing to do anything when it is actively touching cecilia because his next action is to kill it well i'm bigger than you when i'm in <laughs> so wait the robots. the robots are good so wait no so wait. Not. okay okay I get an ex expertise die to discern the truth. Um, this is discerning motive. This is like discerning. Uh, yeah. Damn it. One day. One day I'll have major, major insight. It's, it's a very sudden jerky movement. Uh, and if you were on the fence, this would definitely be like, oh, protection um, coming up. But. Yeah, he'll lunge forward then. You, uh, you, as you lunge forward, as you're, as you're, uh, as Cecilia, your, uh, your, your, your arm is grabbed and is looking, as it's looking towards you, you see it turns its head towards Jean Claude. A, a charging Jean Claude. What are you doing, Jean Claude? It's okay. Does she, does she say that before I get to her? She doesn't know it's okay, but she's assuming it is because she decides to trust it. So uh, he's going to like, like almost try to like sweep her up, uh, and like, like cradle in his, her in his arms, like get her away from the automaton. Mm -hmm. As you pull Cecilia away, and its hand kind of like reels back, it lets go. It just goes, looking at Cecilia. I am filled with gratitude. Thank make you. Yeah, make sure those kids eat well. And if they were young enough that they needed milk, then um, you're, you probably shouldn't give them cow's milk. You'd have to get them something else. Um, but if they're old enough to eat food, they should be able to eat that. Does that make sense? Yes. Do you want help bringing it to the kids? She says looking to the other since they were looking for kids. This is satisfactory. He, Jean-Claude with Cecilia under one of his arms. Yeah, she's just there, like... <laughs> hanging there, points at the automaton, points to her and goes, No. Touching. I must go now. Go where? Children. Okay, then I'll put her down. Where are they? We want to help them. I think we just follow. It picks up... No. The, it picks up the bucket. Just oh, they'll need fresh water too. I can carry the fresh water for them. Make a persuasion check. 
I wish mm. Jean-Claude was more in the persuasive mood, but he's not because this shit be weird! I rolled a one. <laughs> no! No. Okay, I'ma I'm just follow. I'ma go invisible and follow. <laughs> if I have to. It... It begins to walk. It walks slow. As it's holding okay. the bucket. Okay, come on, we can keep up with this thing. If there are people where it is headed, we need to follow it. That is what they am saying. If there are people at the end of this, we'll know how to help them. Um, you do know, um, Damar, that so it, it somehow got past the outside perimeter of, of the camp where everyone else is located. Um, you don't know where it's going to go back. Well, if it got out, then mm -hmm. surely it has some way to get back in. Mm -hmm. I need to know. That's a good point, too. Come, let us try to be quiet and follow along. And it seems like we'll be able to talk to them. They're just scared. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully somehow is reason. Stops unreasonable. Hopefully somehow it's easy to talk to us that. Because they're just trying to help, it looks like. Yeah, but Cecilia, this is out of our this is out of our pill view. And he points to the red moon. We have no idea what this is doing. Just follow. Um all of you roll uh self check. That's a 10. You want me to roll a spell check? Uh, plus six to spell, but I roll a 10. <laughs> well, I rolled a nat 20, but then I also rolled an 8 because I have disadvantage from heavy armor. Which is probably a minus 1 because I have negative dex. <laughs> I have expertise in it. Um, so... <laughs> I'm a Seven. hope. <laughs> this has not gone well. We're doing our best, okay? We're just like, clink, 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 clink. Even with heavy armor, I rolled a 25 and a 21. Plus my Whoa. expertise die is going to be a 25. Um, I will I say... for um, everyone. The, cl <laughs> the clanking from Cecilia, however... God damn it. I could use an inspiration to take my 20. If you think it's worth it. If not, <laughs> I'm going to go invisible. I don't think it is. I don't think it's worth it. Then don't. Is it going to get mad um, that we're falling? I don't know. It looks behind and stops. It pauses for a moment. Uh, and then it runs. <laughs> John Claude is like, Rah! and he's gonna just like with his twenty-five, just you know. <laughs> it it begins to run and it's and you're giving chase. Ah. Uh. As you're giving chase, it sees an eight-foot-tall furball uh, chasing oh. after it, and you see it just goes no, and it drops the uh, the bucket to keep. No, running. no, I have no. an idea. Yeah. Um, I only have one. I don't have any second-level spells left. I have a third level spell slot. 
I will cast Calm Emotions. At third level, so it's an increased duration. Okay. As you uh, as you do that, it's a saving throw, right? No, it's not. Um, it depends, question mark. You can Maybe. check this. Part. I'll take a look-see real quick. Is there anything that uh, spell? It's a Christmas saving not throw. Good things. The yes, they are. No, they're not. Seven. Innocent ghosts. It it stops. And just go and just places a hand on its chest, and it goes. My heart. What's wrong? Are you having a house attack? I am calm. I cast calm emotions. Oh, good. Calm is good. Everything we just is. Want to help. Everything is so much quieter now. Does it feel better? Yes. The bad feelings, the fear, the anger, the love—they are gone. The love is a bad feeling. Love is neither good nor bad. It is an emotion. It can be painful, though. Kill for love. What did I say? Who have... Have, have you thought of doing that recently? To protect. Oh, yeah. The two of you get back. Now. No. no. I've heard all I need to hear. Yes. It's... He's just scared. I know. But and we he's are operating... Now. He's not in any danger right now, and he can still lead us back to where we want to go. If he has hurt anyone like he has claimed now, then I'm sorry. Am I in trouble? No. You are not no, in trouble, not. little one. Hold on. Have you killed anyone? Yes. To protect That's... children. Yes. Who have you hurt to protect them? Look just like me. Oh, you killed your own kind. To protect the children. Have you only hurt automaton? Yes. What is your name? You look annoyed that I'm right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am. I very much am. Do you want to give me a name? No. No, no, no. No. Your name is your own. What is your name? They call me... Dad. Okay, that is a title. 
to have a name other than a title? Designation K4. Cavor. Cavor? K4. Cavor. My name is Cavor. Hello, Cavor. Bastroir. My name is Jean-Claude. Nice to meet you. Picks up the I'm... bucket. I'm Cecilia, and I have to warn you that I don't know what's going to happen when my spell ends. But I want to try to help. So the bad emotions might come back, but I hope that we can get rid of them again, but permanently, okay? Permanently? No, no, no. I learned how to or, manage them. Will I die? No. no. Maybe not permanently, but you know, try to but try to make it so it's not as bad. You know? No therapy, you know? I've heard of this thing. I don't do it. I've told, been told I should, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Children. Yeah, for the Child. kids. Yeah. Can you read it so that we can help? Okay. Come on, Kev. Let's go. And he'll help pick up the bucket. <clears throat> and he'll look back at Delmar. And he'll give him a wary but reassuring nod as if to say, I also am whacked out by this shit. But. And I would just, I would just like to point out talking to Jean-Claude specifically. Hmm. If it makes a single move towards your companion or towards any children it may be protecting. And I don't believe it is. I will not hesitate to shut it off. Do I look like a man of hesitation when it comes to children and my comrade? I'm just making sure you're aware. Good. Then we're on the same page. So careful! Where are we going? Come on, tell me. Hole. Hole or home? Hole. Hold. Okay, in the hole we go. I sneak past the scary, the killers, the bad automatons, the people. Ah, I'm referring to the people in the camp <laughs> for you, Delmar. Yeah. Though. yeah. They're not supposed to leave the city at all. Do you say that? No. Okay. No. Okay, well, what if we sneak by? I will sneak. You. You are wearing skin. We are wearing skin. They like that. Maybe you make... can put you in a disguise. You'd probably fit. 
Some of our clothes, but they should on Claude's clothes. His clothes fit everyone. I mean, it's a little Excuse too big. Excuse me? I mean, like... <laughs> I am a husky man. Little one, if you are trying to reason with... It's not going to work. I've reasoned with him already. Find me. Careful. Find me at the Elder Tree Playhouse. That is where the children are. Alright. Hey, careful. Yes. See you soon, okay? Yes. Alright, high five. Be careful. It knows it. Nice job. Let's mosey. <laughs> um. Or as the young kids say, let's boogie. Uh huh. They do not say that. Oh. Yeah, I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Back in my day. <laughs> Well, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> so you are going to separate with, with him for a moment um, mm -hmm. and head to the He's camp? He's going to be okay. Because I love him. <laughs> because I love him. Oh. But daddy, I love him. Not daddy. Dad. Dad. <laughs> Just stop. Oh, God. What? He's got He's protecting the kids. We think, if they're alive. Well, he well we we, we do know is that he um, knows that the other robots are killing people, and it's not good, and he's not happy about that. <laughs> Cecilia is brutal. She is. She doesn't mean to be, but she just is. <laughs> Nastiest takedowns have been from Cecilia not meaning to in this campaign. <laughs> As the three of you. Uh, back on your wagon. Now with the location in mind within this, the town of Rexon. Oh my, why, why, why? You begin, no. you begin, you all begin to make your way towards Rexon. <laughs> and only, only you, Dalmar, know the horrors that lie ahead of you. I want um, you all, I want you both to know they are not all like that. Oh my wife said in the chat, so now we just need daddy to meet mommy from before. That's all I'll say. Definitely <laughs> mommy here. Um, he'll say... Have you ever wished you were somewhere else in the world? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, to Delmar, he'll say, I cannot imagine what you have gone through. But we have been told many times before coming here, they have feelings. And if they have feelings, there are some who probably, like the rest of us, mean to help. And others, who mean to do harm. They don't... They don't possess the feelings themselves. They're designed to emulate what the feeling would be. 
So they pretend to have feelings. That didn't seem like pre If it's pretend, I don't know why a calm emotion spell would it calm it if they were just pretending. Just come with me, you. You need to be at the camp before we go any further. Hopefully, the mage will decide to show themselves soon. Oh, we will get an idea. I can only hold out hope. As you lead the way, Dalmar, once again stepping forward onto the horror. And now leading two fresh faces into it. Possibly. <clears throat> you can't help but feel that this is somewhat familiar. Pickaxe in hand. You stride forward. Ouch. Jenny, is your phone dying? And that, that is where we're going to put a pin in this. You son of a <laughs> Timmy. Son of a biscuit. What's wrong? What's wrong, buddy? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? He reached out a hand. Is that? Oh, is, yeah, 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 I know what he did. Is that not? Is that not? Is that not? No, he, like he planned this. He's pulling back on what the start of my character's backstory is. Right, which is that yeah. leading someone into uns, into doom. Which Basically, leading like, people to their death and not yeah. being able to do anything about it. All these notes I took before we we did anything because there were so many notes to take. Ooh, that was so. so Two hours of solo backstory, and it there's still great. more to uncover. Yeah, it's less than mine from the first episode. <laughs> oh my god! I yeah, sat there and I was like, I can't long. take notes. <laughs> I'll never keep up. Hey guys, moral quandary! Yay! Let's go. Fix the trolley problem, but with robots. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. This is not yeah. the right. I'm not playing the right character. <laughs> I have to do For the this. heart here, and she's not normally assertive enough. But she, but she was like, "They have feelings. Don't hurt them." What do you this mean, is... Tim is so mean? Hmm? You called him mean. He planned nice this person. trick. trick right. He did plan. I this. agree. <laughs> I agree. I have to plan things. I like we're connecting little character things. It's cool. Delmar, what's, it's what's gonna what's gonna suck is if um what's his name again? T what was it? Tref what do we call him? Um Kefor. Kefor. I'm not calling him dad. Kefor. <laughs> 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 said dad and Jalcut said absolutely not. Um, <laughs> um I'm worried that Kefor is gonna be like taken by the mortal folks like the humans. 
Me too. And then he's gonna be like tortured and, and murdered. Yeah, they kill uh, Dalmar. Peop those people kill on sight, and you know that for good. Mm -hmm. That's for a good reason. Mm-hmm. And I get They're that. Not trusted. Any I don't of them. get it. I don't. You will. You will. That's the joy of it. You think, will. You'll learn. I don't think we should kill on site just because just because some robots are killing people. It isn't saying you should kill all the robots. You wouldn't do that with any other group. <laughs> I'm not was... playing the right character for this. <laughs> <laughs> Captain of the Groven Guard. <laughs> Captain of the Groven Guard is like I deal with animals and druids, not metal people. And you don't even like druids. And he doesn't even like fucking druids. <laughs> fucking druids? <laughs> fucking, well, no. No, well, that's in the, yeah, where, maybe not, maybe maybe not that far. If we're talking in the Baldur's Gate, yeah. man. No, he's not, kidding. Not well, uh, There's a chance no. that it could be a good one. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Signs point to no. We will explore this further. Oh, in the coming weeks. Week. Until then. Oh, you. Mm. Jenny can't even hear that because she's in the rules. Was it only nope. you pre can prevent wildfires? I couldn't hear it. Um. Oh, uh, do you have the audio on? <laughs> yeah, but it's very low on my end. Uh, don't worry. It's going to scream from here, the watch. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> we'll see you. Next time. Oh, I thought it was going to... Only you can prevent wildfires. <laughs> See you next week, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.